BBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. I now have a girlfriend as a direct result of the Ian Lee show. I'm a bit sick. Yes. Let me try it. Ohari kodasai, dozo kochire. I don't, I don't sound like that, Alex. That sounds like someone who is, is learning to, to, to say... What, what, what did I just say, then? Come in. This way, please. I didn't say that, Alex. That's not useful to anyone. Good evening. <clears throat> now, uh, today's show is going to be a little bit staggered, a little bit stop-start, a little bit clumsy. I tell you what, I've had, since I last spoke to you, I've had three and a half hours sleep, three and a half hours sleep. I am... Knackered. I was struggling to stay awake down. I've been stuck in the car for an hour and 40 minutes to get into work. It doesn't matter. It's all good stuff, but I am knackered. But if you want to call, give us a call up, I have plenty of stuff to talk about. I'm distracted by the front page of the Daily Star. That's putting me off. Uh, you can give us a call 0870 uh, 9090 The way it works, in case anybody's new to this, and you could be, uh, you phone up, you speak to Agent Chris. He sounds like this. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, he'll ask you who you are, what you want to say, and then he'll call you back. It's as simple as that, so it doesn't even cost you that much. Uh, Lady Alex is here as well. Hello, Lady Alex. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, my name's Ian Lee. There we go, that's introductions out of the way. 0870 Now, the reason I'm so tired, well, many reasons. First of all, I stayed up last night watching Jerry Maguire. It's good, that film. Show me the money. Show me the money. It's a little bit more girly than I remember it. Is that Tom Cruise? It's Tom Cruise, yeah. I quite like Tom Cruise. I know it's not fashionable, but I was going through the Tom Cruise films I like. I like that. I like Vanilla Sky. I like um, Magnolia. That's a good one, Magnolia. And that's probably it, I think. Uh, but so I was watching Jeremy Scott, and it, it, it is quite a good film. It is a bit girlier than I... I don't remember it being that romantic and that slushy, though. It was all a little bit girly. But I was watching that, and that was good. And then so I got to bed about quarter to one, and listened to the last 15 minutes of Clive. And then I got to sleep... Uh, I was trying to. I was making flashcards for my Japanese. Look, look what I was making. This is this is. F- well, I say it's fantastic. I don't know if it's going to help. All right, look. So these, I've got these cards with the Japanese alphabet on. Ah, you see, E. Ooh, I was making these last night. So that I was doing that. So I was up to about about twenty to two doing that. Then got to sleep. Then at twenty past two, my phone rang. And I did that thing that I haven't done for years, where I jumped out of bed, ran to the phone, I was going, oh, God, oh, no, the alarm, oh, the alarm's going off. But talking really loudly, oh, the alarm's going off, and turned it off. And then got back into bed, and my, my girlfriend said, well, um, aren't you expecting a call from your sister, saying that she's going to have a baby and you need to go around there at some point? Couldn't that have been it? I thought, what? And then anyway, the house phone rang, and then it was my brother-in-law saying, um... Need you to come all the way down to Broccoli in South London as quickly as you can. So I got there about three, I think. I don't really remember. It's all a bit of a blur. Got there about three. I've never seen a woman in labour before. Not like not like passing a baby through through her. Not that much. But my sister was um, bless her. My my brother-in-law was. Uh, I've never seen a, a family that close to having a baby, basically. And my brother-in-law was just focused focused on it completely and he's like right Ian this is what you need to do there's this 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 and this I'm going to go upstairs and get Joe we're going to take her to the hospital uh, I was like listen man go off and do what you need to do it's all, it's all fine so my sister came downstairs and she's puking up and she's fine she's chatting for a bit and she says, she's just oh god and suddenly she's just in terrible agony and I'm going should I do anything shut up and then she calms down and then she could talk again for a few minutes and then it's like, oh god 
but not in the voice of um, Blakey from on the buses. That would have been ridiculous. And then they went to the hospital. So, got to sleep in my sister's bed at about half past three, but it's a really short bed, so it's very, very difficult to get to sleep. Then at quarter to seven, my alarm went off, and I did the I did the reverse this time. I got up and was going, hello? Hello? But it was the alarm. Uh, and then my little nephew came in, his little two-and-a-half-year-old nephew, and he came in crying because he'd had a bad dream. And then he saw me in my sister's bed, and he went, oh... I was like, come here, young man. Come and got, got in the bed with us. And I told him exactly what was going on. He'd had a nightmare about robots and chickens, apparently. What did you dream about, Dylan? Robots and chickens. Okay, fair enough. And then got a little boy ready for school. What a fantastic way to, to start a day. It was, I was washing and dressing a two-and-a-half-year-old boy, giving him a little bit of breakfast. Gave him some milk, but I gave it in the football cup, not the star cup, so he wouldn't drink it. Refused to touch it. Uh, and then um, he wanted to take his Bob the Builder balloon with him to nursery, and we said, no, you can take one toy, but you can't take the balloon. Then took him to nursery, and he ran off, and that was it. Fantastic. So uh, what, what I'm trying to say is, an exciting day, there's a new person somewhere in the world that I didn't get a chance to see, although I have a picture on my phone. There's a new person somewhere in my family, uh, but I've only had three and a half hours sleep, is, is, is the, the rambling conclusion I'm trying to reach. So I've never seen a woman having contractions. It was the weirdest thing. One minute she's fine, and the next minute she's like, oh my god! But like effing and blinding, you know. That's incredible, man. I've got, can I say I've got broody today? Yes. You asked me the other day, Alex, I was broody. I said no, au contraire. Well, today, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've gone broody. But uh, I wouldn't want to pass one of those things. Can you imagine that? Imagine that. Anyway, th- it's going to be rambling as that first ten minutes were. So if you want to give me a call, 0870. Uh, 9090973 is the telephone number. And I've, 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 out of the delirious, delirium of, of not sleeping, I have, I mean, I've got, hang on, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 topics. Now, I don't really want to use all of these up tonight, I'll be honest with you. I'm quite happy to filter these out through the rest of the week. Now, if we rattle through them, that's fine. It means just Thursday and Friday, Chris and I got to do a bit more work than we'd like to, you know. But I'm going to give you a, a hint as to some of the ones that I particularly want to talk about. Um, when is it okay to sm- to smell? Because I stink. Speaking of which, celebrity perfumes. Got that. Um, what? There was another one I really want. Oh, well, here's the question of the day, ladies and gentlemen. How many wheels does a London bus have now? Yes, I can hear you laughing, as I was when Paul Sylvester, who works in the office downstairs, he's a lovely fella, not a little bit, you know, not quite with it, shall we say, but a lovely young lad. Uh, I think he's work experience. He said, uh, "Excuse me, does anyone know how many buses a London, wheels a London bus has got?" And we all laughed, and I thought, well, actually, that's a good question. I have no idea. So if someone can give us a call on that, oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. Danny is in Rainham. Hello, Danny. How you doing, am I all right? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. I'm conf- I'm confused and tired, but in a really, really good way because something good has happened. So that's it's, oh, it's fine. I know exactly what you're saying. Just a quick call. This was about the uh, um, getting up with the alarm thing and the phone going. Yeah, yeah, go on. I used to have uh, this phone. It used to ring once about eleven half eleven every night. Yeah. And I'd be in bed, all of a sudden, I'd go off, and I think, ah, I'm late to work. Oh no. And on more than one occasion, I got up. I started putting my clothes on. I've done my that. Wife's, and my wife's laying in bed. Yeah. 
reading the book and I've been in bed sort of like 10, 15 minutes. It's, I've, <laughs> I've done that. Now, it's the weirdest thing, but isn't it a nice feeling when you think, oh, actually, I've got a whole night's sleep ahead of me here? It's absolutely brilliant, mate. I mean, I'm rubbish at getting up in the morning anyway, like yeah. big time, you know? I got, I got a stack of my paper round when I was a kid. Oh, really? I, yeah. I, I'm su- I used to be bad at it. I'm, I'm surprisingly good now, because I had a job where every day for a year I had to get up at a quarter to three in the morning. And somehow, somehow I managed to do it, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of fine with it. But why did the phone ring every night? I don't know. I got the BT about it, yeah. and they couldn't help me. You don't think it was your missus getting secret phone calls from a lover, do you? Uh, no, no one would have gone near that, mate. Well, well done, you, Danny. Excellent <laughs> stuff. Always nice. A little bit misogynistic uh, attitude towards the wife there. We, like, we don't really. My, I, I've, I need, I'm, I've ordered a new home phone for two reasons. One, because I want, I want it to record phone calls. Uh, and two, because my phone... Just randomly, I've got two phones, and randomly the phone will go, beady beady, and then the thirty seconds later, the the um the bass where you plug it in goes, what the hell is that all about? Anyway, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. I fired off a whole ream of things there, uh, phones, alarms, contractions. Dressing children for school, that's the most fun I've ever, ever had. Uh, and when is it okay to smell? How many wheels are there on a bus? I, I think we've got far too much for the show. I think we have too much time for this, though. It's the Travel News Now, it's Alan Joyce. And if you're heading west of town, serious delays because of a couple of big incidents on the go. Firstly, the A4 in Hounslow is closed, heading into town between Sutton Lane and Heston Road following an accident. That is still causing massive delays back to the Jolly Wagoners roundabout. Very slow and out of town as well. And that crash has been on the go now since 4 o'clock this afternoon, so investigation work is still taking place there. And Wood Lane in White City is down to one lane both ways at Duquesne Road with a burst water main. And the impact of that has really caused massive delays around Shepherd's Bush and around Hammersmith this afternoon. And is also now having a bit of a, an impact on QPR fans trying to get to Loftus Road for the kickoff in 45 minutes' time. Parade Street in Paddington is still closed both ways outside St Mary's Hospital after a police incident there. And the A40 Western Avenue is st- uh, slow heading into town now from the Polish War Memorial uh, through to Hangar Lane following an accident and a breakdown earlier on. This just coming in on the screens now. M25 has two lanes blocked clockwise just after Junction 27 for the M11 because of an accident. So that's causing the queues now heading around from Waltham Abbey. And if you're heading on to the tubes tonight, there are delays on the Bakerloo and Circle lines, but the overground trains are coping okay. LBC 97.3 Travel. Your next update is in 15 minutes. James O'Brien, weekday mornings from 10. Can birds suffer from vertigo? If you open the window in a hot room, does the cold dumb in or the hot air go out? My question is, how fast would you have to drive or whatever uh, westwards in order for the sun to not set? You've been racking your brains for years, you've asked everyone you know and even some people you don't know, but you still haven't got the answer you need. James O'Brien's Mystery Hour, Thursday at 12. We will have it. With AQA. Text the letters LBC, followed by your question, to 63336. Answers cost just a pound. LBC 97.3. The Berlin Property Investment Expo returns to the London Olympia on Friday the 21st to Monday the 24th of September. And with properties on offer with a guaranteed rental income for 10 whole years, it's one event you don't want to miss. You'll have the chance to invest in several fantastic developments in Germany's thriving capital city. With a booming local economy and no capital gains tax, Berlin offers big city elegance, culture and an investment opportunity that pays for itself. The Berlin Property Investment Expo at the London Olympia on Friday the 21st to Monday the 24th of September. 
admission free. Levi Roots has gone from selling his reggae reggae sauce at the Notting Hill Carnival to selling it in supermarkets nationwide. If your business is based in central London, then you can get free expert advice just like Levi. Whether it's how to access finance, increase sales or raise profits, find out more at enterprisecentral.co.uk or free phone 0800 032 0946. This service is available via support from the London Development Agency and the European Social Fund's Business London Project. The Berlin Property Show at the London Olympia on Friday the 21st to Monday the 24th of September. It's one event you don't want to miss. Wicked, the spectacular smash hit musical is now in its second spellbinding year. Wicked tells the incredible untold story of the legendary Witches of Oz and why they called one good and the other wicked. Wicked at London's Apollo Victoria Theatre. Call the ticket line on 0870 380 0973. Wicked with LBC 97.3. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. You made the decision. OK, 0870-90-90973. Calm down, relax, stop rambling, boy. Let's go to G-Man Junior. Hello, sir. Evening. And how are you this fine Tuesday night? I'm very excited because I have a little niece now, which, oh. who I didn't get to see today because uh, I, they couldn't get a, a bed on the uh, postnatal wall. But never mind. Hopefully, I'll get to see her um, on Thursday, maybe. So, in the style of Jean, how's Dylan? Uh, Dylan's great, man. He Did was he staying with you. He, no, no, we went and stayed. We went over to my sister's last night and got there about half two, about three. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my girlfriend's there picking him up from nursery, which she's very, very excited about. I remember, I've, I've been told <coughs> a story that when my sister was born, yeah, um, and my grandparents looked after me, mm. apparently I was very upset because I was unsure that they would know how and what I wanted for breakfast. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's, that, I don't remember that, but yeah. that, my parents tell me that I was Dills, very upset. Dills was telling me everything. I said, listen, yeah. young man, we got him in bed with us, and we said, right, now listen, young man, we, we're not, we've never done this before, so you've got to tell us exactly what we need to, two and a half. Yeah. And he was telling us everything. I was changing his nappy and I had the, the mat the wrong way around. He said, no, other way. I was like, all right, sorry, boss. And he was, he was telling us everything. He's a very, very clever little boy. Very so. informative. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good. Very good. Um, the reason I'm ringing, um, yes. and by the way, hi to all those in the chat room. Um, oh, is, on the wireless.net. Is that on, up on the wireless.net, yes. There's, well there's about, uh, about half a dozen in there. Well uh, done. Ben, Chatmania, John, Milan, Monobra, Preeti. Yeah, thank you. in there, talking Lovely. about you in the show. Good lads. Um, like, the iPhone. No. Now, I'm glad you mentioned this. I wanted to have a word about this. Go on. It's uh, it, Now, I've got the Apple website up at the moment. Yes. Um, and it's saying, I think, November the 9th. What a disappointing announcement it was. Now, normally, the Apple announcements are very oh, exciting. Are. Yeah, I'm just but the, the announcement today was, oh, yeah, it's coming out in November, and it's only on O2. Well, yeah. I'm all right then. Cheers. Thanks. Well, it's still... You have to admit, though, that it does look like a nice piece of kit. Well... It, apart from the fact you've used a very middle-aged old man phrase there, it does look nice, but... I'm a middle-aged man. Oh, well, me too. It does look nice. I think I'm quite disappointed by it, though, and my initial excitement at it has, has dwindled. Because, now, here's the thing, right? Yeah. Very expensive. Uh, yeah, yeah, but first time it comes out, it always is. Uh, only on O2. Uh. Now, what's this... Here's a question that neither Chris or I know. What's this 3G, 2G controversy? 3G isn't that the bit where you can video call each other? Is that 3G? No, no I, it's something else, I oh. think. Because they were saying on the news today, on BBC News, mm -hmm. that uh, uh, a lot of people are disappointed because it does a lot less than the American version. 
uh, including the fact it's only 2G and not 3G. Now, I think it's something to do with internet connectivity and to well, do like with bandwidth. Yeah, or something. And it, it means you, you access the internet like I can access the internet on my phone, which means it's sort of dial up and it's expensive. So basically, I hope I'm not being too technical for anyone. Well, I'm just looking at the BBC News bit, so um, oh, okay. if there's anything, yeah, which is much slower than 3G. Right. Um, unlike modern phones, it cannot support because it's a, a wireless media browser. Yeah, and Apple are going, oh, well, yes, the, the 3G uh, really yeah. eats into the battery. That's not why we've not put it there. And well, it was launched in the States back in June. Yeah, exactly. This is another thing that does annoy me. It's the same with, with PlayStations and with Apple yeah. and with everything. Why are we... Or, yeah, okay, re you know, release things, things like PlayStation, release them in Japan first, that's fair enough. That's but then, they make no, them. Exactly, but then yeah. why release them six months in this country after the States? That doesn't seem fair. No, it doesn't, and, and years ago it used to be that way with DVDs, didn't it? And it yeah. still is somehow, but yeah. not as much. And it used to get a film come out in the States, yeah. then it would come out in the cinema over here, then it would come out on DVD in the States, and then... It'd be like a year after the States released and also, the you, DVD. You used to, right. the, the, the American DVDs, they don't, I don't think they do now, but they used to have more extras on. But some still do. Oh, man, I, I hate I this bought, um, I have to say, one of the only Region 1 DVDs that I've actually ever sought out is the film JFK. Right. Because um, the Region 1 stuff has loads of stuff on it. Oh. Region 2... Not even a commentary. Oh, well, it didn't dear. when it comes to so, now, but... Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. So are you going to get the iPhone, G-Man Jr.? I'm, I'm torn. I have oh. to admit, I'm slightly torn. Okay. Um, I don't have an iPod proper. I have a, 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 a mini... Right. Or what the ones with the you know the small ones. But then this guy's only got like eight gigabytes of, of yeah, memory. It's not a lot. That's putting me off as well. I, th I think I've done the calculations. I think that equates to fifteen songs, something like that. I, I'm not See, the totally only good sure. Thing about the iPhone coming out is it means that the other iPods will probably come down in price. Yeah, and I, I think so. they have already announced that. So. But oh, well. you're right, it's annoying, you know. Why don't we get the good stuff now? Damn, God damn those Americans. Damn it. Gina Jr., thank you for that. Always a pleasure. Cheers, um, boss. Thank you. Bye-bye. 0870 I do need, um, if anyone can... T my eyes are actually get growing dim. At, you, you, not, you can't see it, Chris. I can only see it from my perspective. That my eyes... I feel like I'm squinting, and everything's just very dark, and I've tried to turn the lights up in the studio. Uh, they are on their maximum brightness. And I, I'm struggling to see. I hope I haven't got to go and pick my girlfriend up for my sisters tonight, because that will be, uh... That could literally be the death of me. Do you think it's tiredness? I think I've got tiredness. I need those drops, maybe. We haven't got any of those drops anymore, because they're good, those things. Those, um, wide-awake ice and, and things. Uh, Ra I don't know what they're called. Raj! Hello! Hello, sir. What kind of you? Uh, not much, really, but I just oh. wanted to kind of, uh, say that, you know, your programme is the best. Thank you. And I think you should have Nick Ferrari's spot. Well, I Nick, really do. I think Nick Ferrari would have something to say about that. And also, I, I, I never want to work mornings again as long as I live. Okay, well, I've, I've done the morning thing. Hear me, evenings, then, mate. Cheers, boss. Um, right, I just wanted to say. Yeah. The funniest thing I've ever heard is, right, is my friend's wife yeah. having a baby. He recorded what? it. No. No, he didn't record it. He recorded the audio. Why would he do that? He, right, after listening to the first 15 seconds, he's, he thought, this is comedy gold. Yeah. And he recorded the rest of it. Right. It's a bit twisted, yeah. but believe me, it's, it's the funniest thing I've ever had because oh, yeah. it's the only time when... 
swearing and telling them that she the, she hopes she dies. Wow. Um, you you f and b yes. word swear okay. word. Yes. Um, was was completely acceptable, and the, and the nurse was saying, "That's okay, darling. <laughs> um, um, you know, let it all out, let it yeah. all out." And and she's saying, um, "I hope you die. I hope you die. I hope you die. Leave me alone." Yes. Um, she, the nurse is saying, "I hope that's okay, in the montage tonight." I, you know, I hope you're okay. So, well, I mean, you know, yeah. that's the only time when it's actually acceptable right. to swear. Okay. Did, did, does does his missus know that he recorded it? Yes. And, does, and she, she, does she know that everyone is, all his mates, down the pub, he's going, have a listen to this, this is my missus, having a baby, have a listen, and he, he's playing it to her. Has he made copies of it for everyone? Um, well, he, well, he sent it to a couple of his mates, including oh. myself. Oh, and that's not, and does she know about this? Um, that she doesn't know that he actually sent it to. Oh, that is so, <laughs> that is so naughty, right? You couldn't send me a copy, could you? I, I can where, how do I, where do I send it, how do it, I do this? Email it, have you, can you email it? Um, yeah, yeah, I can email this. Ian at lbc.co.uk. Ian, okay, Ian at lbc.co.uk. That's the okay, one. I will, I will email it to you in the form of a uh, a WMV file. Okay, excellent okay. stuff. That, that's great, Raj. Thank you for that. Okay, mate. Cheers, Cheers boss. Bye-bye. There we go. Well, there's a topic which has just born itself. Have you ever uh, recorded someone, secretly or with their knowledge, but then passed it around behind their back? I don't, I don't want sexy stuff. I'm not really interested. Well, no, I'm not interested. I don't want to know about um, that. But have you ever... you got someone who uh, maybe... Oh, we had a thing. Do you remember what, ages ago? Maybe a year and a half ago when we had people phoning in with uh, tapes they made of their, pe- of their brothers and sisters talking in their sleep. Do you remember that? Uh, the people were phoning in, playing the tapes of their family members talking in their sleep, and it was the weirdest, weirdest thing, including this girl. It may have been Gemma from Enfield uh, and her brother... Do you remember, not remember that? Oh, that's right. And they weren't even words. No, it's right. If you've ever recorded someone, um, you know, if, if, if it's with their knowledge, then we're, I guess we're allowed to play a little bit down the phone. If it's not, then obviously we can't condone that. It's very naughty. If you have ever recorded someone, um, because just what they say... My friend, is, is, uh, his dad owns a shop in Plymouth, I think. Uh, and this old racist guy used to go in and just say the most obscene racist... And my mate played it. And, like, we would listen to it at college. We'd all get a bit drunk and listen to it and wet ourselves laughing at this old right-wing fascist. If you've ever done that, uh, 0870-9090-973. No one's answered the question, how many wheels are there on a London bus? Excuse me? Uh, yes. Can you help me with maths for mums with three kids, one husband, four cats and two jobs who need some one-on-one help to get started? Ah, uh, you want Sarah. Oh. I'm the tutor for using computers for people who've never had time to be introduced to a computer but need to be so they can introduce themselves to a new job. All right. Thanks. For courses you can fit into your day, visit your local LearnDirect Learning Centre or call 0800 101 901. LearnDirect skills and qualifications. Ready when you are. Where does your front door lead? It could lead to this. Or even this. Good evening, sir, madam, your usual table on the terrace. You see, using the value of your home to finance your investments is just one of the strategies that's helped thousands of Inside Tracks customers build substantial property portfolios and create more than 200 property millionaires. To find out how, just call 0870-124-4613 to go to a free introductory workshop from Inside Track. It's the start of a program to help you get the best out of property, whether that's buy to let, buying a second home or even a third. How to find them, how to finance them, buying off plan. 
how to negotiate discounts. Over 100,000 people have already attended free workshops from the UK's leading property education specialists. Join them and see how doors open for you. Book now. Call 0870 124 4613 or go to insidetrack.co.uk. On 97.3 DAB and online, London's biggest conversation, LBC. It's 7.30, I'm Michael Trabalsi. Good evening. A Land Rover which crashed into a river at the weekend has now killed four children from the same family. They were travelling with their parents and three other brothers and sisters on Sunday when the vehicle crashed into a river in Lincolnshire. London will have 50,000 more affordable homes over the next three years. That's according to Ken Livingstone, who wants to see more than 30,000 new homes built every year up until 2011, with half of those being affordable. The new spokesman for Kate and Jerry McCann has strongly criticised any claims they were involved in their daughter's disappearance. Clarence Mitchell says the focus of the Portuguese police's investigation must be finding Madeline. And police have arrested two people in connection with the shooting in Paddington. A man was shot in the leg in Lisson Grove earlier this afternoon. He's not thought to be seriously hurt. And the new Apple iPhone will land in a store near you on November the 9th. The 8 gigabyte device will set you back around £269 and you'll have to sign an 18-month contract with O2 on one of three different tariffs. London's weather dry and cold this evening, similar to last night, really lows of 5 degrees. Sunrise in the morning is at 6.41. Then in the morning a cloudy start with the chances and bright spells later. And Thursday, a quick look at that, light rain and highs of 18 degrees. This is LBC, the time now, 7.31. This is Alan Joyce in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. So now big problems on the M25 in Essex. The motorway's completely blocked clockwise, just after junction 27 for the M11 because of a crash there and long delays building up in both directions. If you're there, do add your updates 08,000 68 60 80. Still massive problems to the west of town. The A4 in Hounslow is closed heading into town between Sutton Lane and Heston Road as it has been since 4 o'clock this afternoon. Really is causing massive delays around the Jolly Wagon as roundabout. At one point, London buses were reporting two-hour delays on the diversion route. Uh, Wood Lane in White City is also still down to one lane both ways at Duquesne Road and that's been causing massive queues around Shepherds Bush and Hammersmith. Still very slow in the area as well, well worth avoiding if you can. Road Street in Paddington is closed both ways outside St Mary's Hospital following a police incident there and there are long delays on the A40 Western Avenue heading into town from the Denham roundabout through to the Medway underpass combination of an accident and a breakdown from earlier the cause of the problem there. Heading on to public transport, the trains are running okay just now but on the tubes delays on the Bay Blue and Circle lines and a reminder the Victoria line is suspended again after 10 o'clock this evening. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update is in 15 minutes. For more than a decade, Galliard Homes have proven to their investors that location, regeneration price and forward completions enable them to achieve maximum capital growth potential. Galliard now announced their latest Riverside regeneration, bringing together all these elements in one superb development. New Capital Key at Greenwich Waterside. New Capital Key, located in one of London's fastest-growing regenerating areas, offers stunning river views to the majority of apartments. Prices start from under £300,000, and with completions from 2011, Galliard believe your investment could provide vast capital growth prior to ownership. 
You can also exchange contracts with just £1,000 and there may be nothing further to pay until 2011. Galliard are offering their unique base rate tracker income guarantee for up to five years on selected apartments, allowing financial peace of mind for this term. Don't miss our new Capital Key sales launch on the 29th and 30th of September at the Millennium Hotel London Mayfair. Call 020-7620-1500. That's 020-7620-1500 now. Or visit galliardhomes.com. Terms and conditions apply. First, clear some space. Next, get a chopping board. Make it heavy. I like marble. Then pick up your mouse, hold the little blighter tight. Then in one swift movement, slam it on the board. Then again. Nice. Then again. And again and again. Oh, work, please. There is a way to get your IT problems off your hands, whatever size your business. It's called BT IT Manager. It's like an instant breakdown recovery service for your IT with 24-7 support from one of our UK-based experts so you can get back to doing what you do best in no time. Right, that's it. It's the blender for you, sunshine. To find out more about 24-7 expert IT support from BT, visit bt.com slash business. BT, bringing it all together. See website for details. Galliard Homes investors have achieved more than a decade of capital growth by purchasing at Prime Regeneration and Riverside Developments. Galliard now offer the opportunity to invest in their latest Riverside Regeneration. New capital key at Greenwich Waterside. Prices from under £300,000. Completions from 2011. Guaranteed income until 2015 on selected apartments. Initial deposit of only £1,000 to exchange contracts. Call 020-7620-1500. That's 020-7620-1500. Terms and conditions apply. Dear ladies, good evening. Yeah, well, the... uh... The question of the day is, how many wheels are there on a bus? I, I, don't ask why. Someone mentioned it in the office. We all laughed at what a ridiculous question it was. Then suddenly we thought, well, hang on a minute. How many wheels are there on a bus? Asil, do you know the answer? Yes, hi. Hello there. Uh, six, I think. S- six, you think? Yes, I just passed by one. So where I are, the, where are the, the, the fifth and the sixth wheels? Four in the back and two on the front. Oh, it's got the double wheels at the back, has it? Yeah. And are you sure there's not one wheel in the middle? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, you do, uh, it would be hard to say. I always had a sneaking suspicion there was one wheel just in the middle that helps it turn. No, I don't think so. There's a wheel in the middle. Okay, so you, we, we're going to go. We're going to go with six. Asil, thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. you. There we go, Peter. Hello, Ian. I, How are you? I, I know it's not really a burning issue of the day, but it's, it's, it's annoyed us. Would you I ag- just caught the conversation towards the end. Would you agree there are six wheels on the bus? There are actually six wheels on the bus. Okay. Would there, would there, there are two doubles at the back. Yeah. And there's two singles in the front. Why, why are there four wheels at the back? That doesn't seem to make sense. Because it gives it more stability when turning. Oh, okay. And there's definitely, yeah. not, there's definitely not one wheel in the middle? No. Okay. I can assure you of that. Peter, you're not one of the... I used to... Years ago, I, uh, when I was 16 years old, I used to work at B-Jams, of course, now Iceland. Yeah. And there was a guy there who we used to call Zippy. Oh, he talked like that. And he had a zip for a mouth. And he, his hobby was... It wasn't train spotting. It wasn't plane uh, spotting. Bus. It was bus spotting. No, I don't do bus spotting. He had a whole file of bus numbers and their number plates. How insane is that? He's got ten wheels. Sorry? A lorry has ten wheels. Uh, what? Are you a lo- Are you a wheel spotter then, Peter? No, I'm not a wheel spotter, no. That's an observation I've made. Okay, any other uh, vehicles with wheels you want to tell us about? Uh, 
puts their drop-down wheel on the main lorries cause in case of a puncture. Good lad, thank you very much for that. <laughs> now, isn't it funny? You ask things that you think, well, you, you know, it, it, it's it's a bit of nothing really, but it's it's piqued our curiosity, uh, and you get um, a guy who's a wheel expert. But can, if anyone has done this, been a bus spotter, train train spotting. Um, no, I can't understand it, actually. I'm not going to say they're all dull geeks. It's, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. I'm sure a lot of people can't get staying in all night playing Rainbow Seven on the Xbox or, you know, um, collecting monkeys memorabilia. But, uh, but, but I can get train spotting and plane spotting more than I can get bus spotting. That's just strange, isn't it? If you do, 0870, uh, 973 Ever been recorded or recorded someone... Uh, without the Sarah ever been recorded? Uh, uh, oh, that sounds wrong. As far as I know, I haven't. Oh. But what what type of way do you mean? Well, in the way of being recorded. Oh no, but I have recorded someone. Oh, you've recorded someone. Okay. Yes, my um friend. I don't mean again. I don't want anyone phoning up saying, "Well, me and my missus got together and we thought it would be a laugh to film." I don't. I'm not interested in that this evening. Okay. Although you can't yeah. email you can't email me those. Uh, Did you get my picture? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, so, yesterday... Yes. Oh, no, um, a few months ago... Yes. Mum, stop it, Mum. A few months ago, I um, had my friend over. Yeah. And he, he was sleeping. Oh, and, oh, really? Yeah. Your, your friend was staying with you? Yeah. Boyfriend? Nope. Okay, so just and casual he, yeah, partner. And he, yeah, no... Um, and, um, yeah. was sleeping... Well, no, he was. Oh, God. And, um... He was snoring really, really loudly. Yes. I mean, proper loud, like yes. an earthquake. Yeah. And I recorded it on my phone, and I sent it to people, and I um, played it to people. But why did you do that, Sarah? That seems so wicked. I just thought it would be funny, really. And did you tell him about it? Yeah, he was a bit embarrassed. Yeah, I would be furious. But I just thought it was funny that somebody could snore that loud. I remember once, I was about six or seven, and I found a tape, uh, and we played the tape, me and my sister played the tape, and we got so scared because we thought it was a ghost talking. It turns out it was my granddad snoring. Oh. He's no longer with us, so uh, I wish I'd kept yeah. the tape. I haven't got it anymore. Sarah, listen, you're, you're a bit weird and pervy for that, but thank you. Thank you, bye. Bye-bye. 0870 So, there's a thing in the Star today. Britain's greatest newspaper, by the way. I don't know if... Uh, That, that, that surprisingly, listen, this, this is weird, right? Surprisingly, uh, Victoria and David Beckham's perfume, uh, it, no one's buying it. But I, why? I, this, this always confused me, the celebrity sense. Uh, if you ever buy a celebrity perfume, I, I'd like to know why. Remember Jade Goody had a perfume out? Sweet Lord. Why would anyone aspire to look or smell like that idiot? And she is an idiot. I had a row once at the editor of Heat magazine because I said she was an idiot. He went, well, she made more money than you. Yeah, well, she's still an idiot. Idiots can make a lot of money. Anyway, so the, the Victorian David Beckham's perfume has bombed and is now being sold for 35 pence on, on eBay. And it turns out that the whole Beckham thing is, is possibly coming to an end. But listen to this, right? Listen to... Uh, that Beckham's jeans uh, and perfume and books and memorabilia have plunged in price on eBay. A spokesman for Posh said yesterday, I imagine no one's buying off eBay because they are all the products they want from the shops. So, so what, could you just give, give me that again, spokesman for Posh? Yes. 
I imagine no one's buying off eBay because they are all the products they want from the shops. Well, that doesn't mean anything, does it? If I had a spokesman who was as dumb as that, I'd sack them. So I do want to know. I don't... I, I would never buy a perfume or an aftershave because it was associated... Unless it was in any way tied in with Duncan Bannatyne, then, of course, I would have no choice but to buy it, as I'm just inextricably drawn to that man. But if you've ever worn or bought uh, a celebrity perfume... Uh, and le- let's find out what, 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 which are the best ones and which, in your opinion, are the worst ones. 870 973 Who's next? Tox! Hey, and how you doing? I'm fine, thanks, man. How's it going? It's it's okay. The missus is listening to you at the same time as oh, well. So, so we... give a shout-out to Angela and the Hackney. No. Why uh, not? Well, I, I don't... I, oh, God, we're going to have a row about this. I can't give no, shout-out... No, we're not going to have a row. We're not going to have a row. Okay, well, in that case, I can't... you're a reasonable man. I can't... Okay. I can't give shout-outs. Okay, that's cool. Because if I did it for you, then I'd have to, have to do it for everyone. And then no, we get some... have to. Then we get someone phoning in saying, oh, Ian, I lost my dog today. Could you do... I had a row with a woman about two months ago mm-hmm. because she wanted to come on and make an announcement about her lost dog. And I said, I really can't do that because it's, A, it's pointless, uh, and B, everyone will want to do it. And she got really stroppy with me. She said, oh, you, heart, you heartless bloody pig. And she put the phone down on me. Anyway, Tox, sorry, I've gone off on a tangent. It's because I'm, I've, I've had three hours sleep. What can I do for you? Yeah, about the iPhone. Yeah. I wouldn't bother. no. I wouldn't bother. No. I mean, you know, it's a bit of, it's a bit funny how they come out with this new phone yes. and then at the same, in the same breath they release the new iPod, you know, 160 gig, 40,000 songs in. So why would I go and get a phone that can only play about two songs what? when I can get a lovely old new iPod? Yes. That'll, you know, so, all my CDs. Hang, well, hang on, I've missed Plus, the, I've missed this 100 and, I've missed the 160 gig and I, but that's old school iPod, is it? Well, they call it I, the, I, they call that the iPod Classic. iPod they, Classic, they well done. It back. Well you know done. What I mean? Yeah. And it, it's pointless, Ian. Listen, yes. I'm the, I, the, 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 you know, what kind of camera does it have on it? Is it five megapixel? Oh, People God. have moved forward oh. now. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's pointless. It's just a conian. People have moved... Well, I wouldn't say it's a con, but people have moved past five megapixel, have they? I think I'm still no, on five two... Five megapixel is, like, kind of like the, the current thing. I, I'm on, like, 2.6 on my Ixus. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It's five megapixel now. What's the, the whole thing? large and cumbersome. But the thing is, the thing I want to ask London is... Yes, Tox, ask, why ask would London. you have a phone, yes. right, yes. that takes pictures, yes. does email, yeah. blah, blah, blah? I mean, where's blah, it going to end, Ian? Blah, blah, blah. Soon you're going to have a car, you're going to have a phone that you can drive. Well, that would be a... No, that would be a car phone, and you had those in the 80s. Well, there you go. Yeah. Thanks, Tox. I think... I think I, I, I'm not quite sure what his argument was there. But there was something there. I thought he was going to tell me what the difference between 3G and 2G was. That was, it was implied to me by the uh, message on the screen I received. Instead, he went off on some weird, freaky tangent. There's a 160 gigabyte iPod, iPod Classic. It's tempting. As you all know, I'm, I'm still toying with the idea of getting an iMac. Uh, if the person who has claimed they can get me a substantial discount can pull their finger out their backside and sort it out. 0870... Uh, 9090973. Again, I'm going to apologise for rambling a little bit tonight. I have only had three and a half hours sleep since the last time we spoke. And my eyes are getting heavy. My limbs are feeling weak. Uh, can we make it to, to the end of the show? I don't know. I think so. Let's have a quick recap. Um, we, we talked about the iPod and the iPhone. Uh, we've done How Many Wheels Does a London Bus Have? Thank you for that. Uh, ever bought Celebrity Scents perfumes? Uh, and is it any great surprise that the, the Beckham's perfume is going for 35 pence now? 
I'm not that surprised. 0870-9090-973. It's the Travel News Now. It's Alan Joyce. And it's uh, not good news, I'm afraid. On the M25, the motorway is now completely blocked clockwise just after Junction 27 for the M11 because of an accident. Just looking at it on camera, actually, I can see all the emergency services at the scene, but no traffic's getting past at all. So serious delays are now building up back to Junction 26 at Waltham Abbey. No word yet from the police as to when it's likely to reopen either. Uh, Anti-clockwise, obviously, a little bit slow with onlookers as well. The A4 in Hounslow is closed, heading into town again between Sutton Lane and Heston Road. It's following that accident from much earlier on this afternoon and it's causing queues back to Jolly Wagoners and affecting the parkway coming down from Hayes as well. Wood Lane in White City is still down to one lane both ways at Duquesne Road with a burst water main that really has caused serious congestion around Shepherds Bush and Hammersmith this afternoon and this evening and it's still causing problems for QPR fans trying desperately to get to Loftus Road for the kickoff in 15 minutes. Prade Street in Paddington is still closed both ways outside St Mary's Hospital following a police incident there. Long delays on the A40 coming into town pretty much all the way from Denham down to the Medway underpass after an accident and a breakdown earlier on. And if you're heading onto the tubes this evening, there are delays on the Bakerloo and Circle lines. And a reminder, the Victoria line will be completely suspended again after 10 o'clock this evening for planned engineering works. LBC 97.3 Travel. Your next update is in half an hour. Nothing on the telly to watch. Listen to London's LBC 97.3 instead. You can hear us via your TV on Sky Channel 0177. Let Route 1 put you in the fast lane to exploiting the growth potential in overseas property investment. And right now, Route 1 presents an amazing buy-to-let opportunity in southern Cyprus. Chat with our friendly staff on Tuesday, September the 18th at the Hilton Hotel Canary Wharf. Wednesday, September the 19th at the Wool Bar on Old Broad Street and Saturday the 22nd and Sunday the 23rd at the Crown Plaza Hotel near Excel. All shows are 11 till 6. For a great investment, follow Route 1. If you've recently set up in business, think of all the ways it could benefit from a £20,000 injection. Register your business at lbc.co.uk today and you could enter a competition to win £20,000 with James Max, courtesy of Lloyd's TSB, the number one bank for business startups. Conditions apply. The £20,000 business competition with James Max. Sunday afternoon from 5 with Lloyd's TSB for the journey at LBC 97.3. LBC 97.3 Ian, Ian Lee's Good Evening Well what a surprise London No one, no one yet has called in to say Yes Ian, I go out and buy perfumes that are endorsed or have the names of pop stars or sports stars on Why would anyone do that? Good that the Beckham's perfume is being sold for 35 pence Good! They deserve it 0870 If you disagree with me, or if there's anything else that you want to talk about, by the way, um, who's been here the longest? Oh, James has. Hello, James. Hi, good evening, Ian. Good evening. Hi. Um, I just wanted to phone in, and uh, one of your uh, earlier callers was called Peter. He's going about the wheels in the bus. Yes. They go round and round. Yes. Yeah. Um, I was saying, he, he said, actually, there was ten wheels in a truck, but um, I used to drive one in Arctic overseas, and it had twenty-two wheels. Twenty-two wheels. Yeah. That's uh, why, why could anything need that many wheels? Because of the weight, weight oh. distribution. Oh, right, oh, right. Yes. Okay. So uh, you you've, you phoned up to, to to disagree with him strongly. Well, maybe he was talking about a smaller truck. Well, there's not many that have got ten wheels. Normal, a normal wagon that runs about uh, London's got six. Yeah. You know, but uh, ten is a bit unusual unless it comes under the class of class two. Yes. Okay. Uh, okay. 
Well, yeah. James, thank you for that. You had a doubt, man. There have a good day. Yeah, thank you. There we go. <laughs> We're actually... Oh, man, I, sometimes I love this job and sometimes I hate it. Today I'm loving it because we're having people phoning in disagreeing with how many wheels vehicles have. Isn't that superb? If you want to join in the Great London Wheel Debate, 0870 uh, 9090 is the telephone number. Steve. Steve? Oh, hello. Hello, Steve. Good evening, Yes. You're saying about the wheels on the buses and what have you. Yes. There are two wheels that everybody forgets. The flywheel in the engine... And the steering, and the steering wheel. wheel. Well done you, sir. Good luck. Good one, Steve. And did you know with some of these trucks with a trailer, they've got a fifth wheel, which is what the trailer lays on. I, did, I, was, I was unaware of that. There you go. useless information. Thank you. I tell you what I am aware of. I wish I'd never mentioned flipping wheels now. I wish I'd never mentioned wheels. 0870 uh, is the telephone number. Gideon is in Stoke Newington. Hello, Gideon. Yeah, hello there. How are you? I'm, I'm all right, thank you. I'm, I'm struggling to keep my eyes open. Not because the show is dull, but because I'm knackered. <laughs> Three and a half right. hours sleep I've had. So I've got an idea. This is not, it's not bus or wheel related. Good, that good. Time. Now, a friend of mine did this for um, uh, a mutual friend of ours when they had, uh, when they had their little uh, boy quite recently. Yeah. And it's a genius idea, and it's an idea I thought I'd put to you. Go on. And maybe the users might, uh, your listeners, sorry, might sort of come up with some ideas for No, it. no, Gideon, you were right. They're all users. <laughs> they are all users in I more ways in than one. I in the internet one. industry, that's why. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, I think, I think in those, those terms. Okay. But basically, it's this. Like, for your new niece... Yes. ...you put together a little, uh, uh, a time capsule. So okay. something she can look at in 20 years' time, right? Yeah. So to, today's newspaper... Newspaper, some, some know, money. Broadsheet, broad, exactly, a bit of money, a broadsheet... Copy a of Razzle. Well, <laughs> I, no, I would seriously. I think I, I'm not. I'm not. Well, maybe that's more of a boys thing. But I, imagine Possibly. a boy, a twenty-year-old yeah. boy, going. Well, anyway, let's not dwell on that. Yes, go yeah. on. Well, yeah, it's a magazine, though. So, yeah. like this, this month's publications. Yeah. You know, maybe a mobile phone of the era, and, a, and your old two-megapixel camera that sounds like it needs replacing well, of the era. Okay, right. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, a little. And so your mate did this, did he? Yeah, and uh, they wrapped uh, it up in a box and and um, with a little note and some sort of messages from from some friends of theirs yeah. as well and where did, and, uh, did they bury it well it, it's in a loft okay okay so but yeah but the thing uh, is though if, it, if you have it in the loft isn't the temptation though that like in 18 months time you'll have a little look in it then a year later then maybe five years and you'll just keep going <laughs> back to it possibly so that, that's why i think you need to bury it and bury well, it good it and be, proper yeah you could make quite a nice ritual out of burying it as well yeah exactly you have a little sort yeah. of do a you know a little uh, time capsule duel does any I'm, i did a time capsule years ago I'm, i was living on monks hill way in britwell and my dad was tarmacking the front drive and i must have been about um five years old and my sister was about eight and we made little time capsules in a golden virginia tin uh, <laughs> and i don't even i don't i think we put some marbles in there and some coins uh, and uh, we, I think we wrote a note. That was the main thing. We wrote a note. I would love to go back, and I, I can't dig it up because it's now someone else's house, and they'd go mental. <laughs> you knock on their door and well, well, Yeah, excuse me. I, I nearly did that once. I, I was going past there, very, very drunk. I nearly knocked on the door and said, "I used to live here. Can I have a little look around, please?" Uh, and I, I didn't because I didn't think that would go down very well. Uh, Gideon, it's an excellent idea. Thank you for that. No trouble at all. Cheers, boss. Thank you. Well, if anyone's done that before. Uh, 0870-90-90-973. Have you ever, uh, done the time capsule thing? And then do you go back to... I know Blue Peter always bang on about time capsules, but have you ever, have you ever done that, Chris? Was that, was that ever big in, uh, ever big in Wales, the time capsule? No, I was too busy. Too busy doing, doing what? 
Climbing trees. Climbing. I, did, I never used to climb trees. I hated climbing trees. I hated doing all kind of boys stuff. Uh, oh, uh, it's um, Ken. Hello, Ken. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. Very good, very good. Um, I've got a su- suggestion about your... Hello? Hello, yeah. What, what are you doing with your phone? Are you eating it? Uh, yes, I'm very hungry. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I was just getting your piece in. Um, suggestion about your phone. Not yeah, thing. yeah. Um, is it a rechargeable handset? What are we talking about? Oh, the phone, the phone that makes a noise? Yes. Oh, the ha- it's, it's a rechargeable handset. Yes, I have two of them. This is my home phone. Yes. Uh, and every now and then, the phone will go... Beep, beep, and then this, about 30 seconds later, the set will go... That's, that's probably phone speak for... Get me off, I'm fully charged. But though it happens when it's, it happens when it's off the, the, the cradle and when it's on the cradle... I've tried oh. it, but I always thought it was the cradle calling for its phone, saying, come home, come home. Uh, oh, oh, well, it could be kind of that. Not not, not necessarily come home, but... Right. Are you still there? And the handset will go, yes, I am. I'm here, I'm here. Yes. But then why... But Just it does like it, that, actually. Can you it, say that again, please? I'm here. Just like that. But it means I can't have the phone by my bed, because it, it you know, three o'clock in the morning, beady, beady. Why do you want your phone right by your bed? Well, I have it, but supposing there's an, I, I need my phone because there may be, you know, I needed the phone by my bed last night so my sister could phone me. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. for that, Ken. Well, there you know, there you go. <laughs> what an explosion of disappointment uh, at, at the end of that phone call there. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're talking about Apple uh, and the new iPhone. Surely it looks quite disappointing. I'll be honest with you. You know, it looks glossy, it looks glamorous, but does it really? do anything ever been recorded or recorded someone secretly celebrity perfumes and bus spotters uh, more of that after this beautiful elegant timeless discover country living for the 21st century at Ditton Place in Sussex experience Ditton Place for yourself at our open weekend on the 6th and 7th of October from only £435,000 you can live in the heart of the rolling Sussex countryside yet be within easy reach of major road rail and airlinks. It's the perfect setting in an outstanding location. For country living without compromise, visit dittonplace.com. A slow commute up to town, or a quick ski down the Stubai Glacier in Innsbruck. Painting the spare room, or admiring Picasso's paintings in his museum in Malaga. The supermarket run, or a stroll through the souks of Marrakesh. Whatever's keeping you here, it won't be the price of flights. With British Airways World Offers, you can fly to many destinations, including one way to Innsbruck from £30, Malaga from £30, and Marrakesh from £60. Don't miss World Offers. Book by the 25th of September at BA.com. Conditions apply. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Uh, Miles is in fleet. Hello, Miles. Hi. Um, I've moved since I last uh, spoke, because I've moved to Maidenhead. Oh, OK. Uh, near where you 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 were used to grow up. I used to, I, I spent a lot of time in Maidenhead. Yes. Yeah. At the Magnet um, Leisure Centre. Oh yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My, my girlfriend does the aqua aerobics there. You, you took her to see anyway. to see aqua aerobics. Yes. But why? It's um exercise. No, I don't. My girlfriend goes to aqua aerobics. Oh, she does it. Yeah. I thought you said you took her to see. It. I thought well, that's a very weird. No, 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 no. 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 Anyway, um, yes. Sorry, perfumes. Yes. I, I work for a well-known drugstore, and uh, we sell all these celebrity perfumes. I think the reason it's not doing so well is just too many now. Right. Um, Does it smell any good? 
Um, to be honest, there's some that are really quite good. Yeah. Uh, the Kylie Darling, yeah. which is the original, not the, the new one. There's a great um, picture that... of her today in a leather dress. Oh, get the newspapers and see Kylie in a leather dress. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Yeah, so that's that. She, so she has she has a nice smell. She, she, yeah, her her first one was was good. Yeah. good. and so actually Jay Goodies is actually quite nice. No, it, we had we had to withdraw it after Big Brother. Oh, but, really? Um, Did that actually yeah. happen? That, I, I thought that was one of those tabloid myths. That, that no, we we would we had to keep it off sale. If anybody asked for it, we could let them have have. Oh, it. so it was like so, under the cover, uh, yeah. under the counter. Um, yeah, perfume. a bit like when the you know the old DVDs used to go to the the you know the back back. DVD places like The Exorcist and things. Like yeah, that yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. This is this, this is true. For anybody who is too, too young to remember this, and I vaguely remember this. <laughs> vaguely, <laughs> is at video shops when they first started. If you wanted like really, really mucky films or banned films like The Exorcist and Clockwork Orange, you sort of had to say, um, "Excuse me, mate, you uh, you got anything under the counter?" And so we'll have a look at this, and and they they'd, they'd get it out. Yeah, so it's, uh, those those days are sadly long gone. Mm. But so what 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 is so you're saying the Kylie one is the best one. I think the Kylie Darling's probably the best one. And uh, who buys these kind of things, Miles? It seems a little bit, a little bit sad to want to go and, and get a sense. Well, it's not certainly, famous. I think the readers of the Star are your sort of market that they're, right. they're aimed at, right? Because right um, uh, you know, you wouldn't get your your waitrose shoppers going there, shall we say? No, okay, I see. It's it's a little bit, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit down market. Yeah. Okay. But the price is, is more reasonable than your John Paul Gautiers and your Ijimiakis and things. I wear. Um, um, Mark Jacobs is that one? I haven't. Well, we don't sell that, so it's oh, well, the, well, one. well, you're missing right. out on one there, Miles. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic set. Now, very quickly, this is a boring question, but I need what's the difference between the between aftershave, cologne, and um, oh, the other one? Eau de toilette. Eau de toilette. Eau de, eau de toilette for your body, right. um, and uh, aftershave for your face. So, if you put aftershave on your body, it's going to be um, might cause irritation. Do the same sort but of is after is aftershave stronger? Uh, yeah, slightly. It's, it's well, the first person that's been able to answer it. Thank you for that, sir. That's right. Cheers, boss. I've got to go. Oh eight seven oh. Uh, 9090973. It's, it's okay. We're going to pick up pace after eight o'clock because, as I say, I've been um, struggling a bit with only three and a half hours sleep. Uh, I'm I'm barely here. Even I can hear in my own headphones. That I'm rambling and talking way too much, but so we'll calm down a little bit after eight o'clock. So, what have we got? Celebrity sense. Um, well, let's have no more talk about wheels. But are you a bus spotter? And have you ever recorded someone without their knowledge? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. On ninety-seven point three DAB and online, London's biggest conversation, LBC. At eight, four children die after a river crash. Mayor Ken joins calls to reinstate a Heathrow worker. And Battersea Power Station urges youngsters to get connected. It's eight o'clock. I'm Holly Holland. Four children have now died after their family car plunged into a river in Lincolnshire. They were travelling with their parents on Sunday when their Land Rover crashed into the river with them in Coningsby. Their mum and dad and three of their other children managed to escape. The mayor's promising 50,000 more affordable homes in London over the next three years. Ken Livingston wants to see 30,005 500 new homes built every year up until 2011, with half of those being affordable. There'll be a particular focus on larger family homes. The mayor says the priorities are clear. We need to increase the amount of housing being built in total terms 
and we need in particular to increase the amount of affordable housing being built um, so that Londoners on lower incomes have some chance either to access um, rented accommodation but also the intermediate housing where people are able to buy part of the home they move into, rent the other part and then as their circumstances change, buy more. This is Ken Livingston condemns the sacking of a Heathrow worker for wearing a nose stud and calls for her immediate reinstatement. He says the dismissal of 40-year-old Amrit Lalji was an attack on her rights to freely express her Hindu religion and as a woman to dress as she wishes. In other news headlines, sketches are being projected on Battersea Power Station tonight as part of a charity's attempts to get youngsters to express their feelings. Youth Helpline Get Connected says this is vital to prevent depression and self-harm. The landmark will be lit up as part of the Where's Your Head At campaign. Chloe Darlington from Get Connected told LBC what they hope to achieve from this. We're trying to um, bring to adults' attention in London and beyond the fact that young people are facing issues like this and that we'd like to think young people have somewhere to turn when they are feeling um, miserable and also highlight that young people should um, confide in somebody they trust if they're facing issues like these. The MP for Camberwell and Peckham, Harriet Harman, has avoided a court appearance after admitting a speeding offence by post. The 57-year-old, who's also the Deputy Labour Party leader, had been accused of going over the speed limit in April. It's not known where the offence took place. In sport, the Champions League starts tonight and Alex Jensen has the details. Yes, six British sides making it through to the group stage and three of them playing this evening, 15 minutes into the first halves. Chelsea still goalless at home to Rosenborg. It hadn't been going well elsewhere. FC Porto 1-0 up against Liverpool with a penalty inside the first 10 minutes. The Reds have just equalised. Still no news on the scorer though. Shakhtar Donetsk 2-0 up at home to Celtic and just underway are Charlton, Crystal Palace and QPR in the Championship. In London's travel news, the M11 coming into town is blocked with a crash just after the junction 26 at the M25 and queues are building back up the motorway. In London's weather, dry and cold overnight, so it's similar to last night with lows of 5 degrees Celsius. And there'll be a cloudy start tomorrow but the chance of bright spells later. LBC, it's 8.03. L. London's. B. Biggest. C. Conversation. This is LBC 97.3. LBC. So what route are we taking today, Trevor? I thought we'd go up Fiddler's Hill, Peter. So past the new Wild Bean Cafe? Oh, they do a great freshly ground cappuccino with chocolatey sprinkles. Yeah? Right, everybody, change of plan, basics, happy hardcore. Come follow me. Here we go. Woo, woo, lead up now. Hurry down to Wild Bean Cafe at BP Connect. Gourmet on the go. C97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. So, um, <clears throat> I'm reading in all of the papers the Barry McGuigan won Hell's Kitchen. Did anyone? I don't know. I don't think anyone watched that. Wasn't the first series a bit of a flop? I watched a bit of it. I think because Abby Titmus was in it. I'm not sure. I'm doing something with her tomorrow. I'm very excited. Not any... I'm filming, is what I mean. Sorry, that sounded vulgar. I didn't mean it to. So, Hell's Kitchen. Barry McGuigan, the pint-sized pugilist. Oh, that was good. He's a boxer. Won it. Some girl who I think is from Emmerdale, I'm not sure, called Adele. Um... It is in her pants. 
uh, in the star, so that that's good. So everyone, does anyone watch it really? I, I know there's the whole Jim Davison shirt lifter controversy, but even that failed to um, uh, to excite anybody, didn't it? It just uh, so it's celebrities. I, celebrities. I use the phrase very lightly because I was looking at a picture of it of the celebrities the other day, and I didn't know who the hell they were. There was and there was one that was a real surprise. I do, I do actually. Okay, I need someone to call up now. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three, and tell me who were the celebrities in Hell's Kitchen because there was someone that was a real surprise on there. Oh no, I know who it was. Weird Science. It was Kelly LeBrock, I think, from Weird Science. You've never seen that film, have you, Chris? Weird Science. No. What is she American? Yeah, I'm going to buy it for you. I'm going to buy. You. I can probably get it on DVD for like one ninety nine. I will buy you Weird Science. It's a brilliant film. Sounds like a teenager film. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is good, isn't it? What's wrong with that? You must have seen it, Alex. Yeah, it's wicked. It's good, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know if it's stand the test of time because it's about these two geeky lads who um, they build a computer that can build a woman. I, it's kind of around the same time as War Games. It was like it was like the comedy War Games, um, and she was in it. Uh, so if, if anyone saw it. Uh, who were the people in it? And really, what w- did I miss something? What was the attraction? Or was it was was it hunky Marco Pierre White? Really, I just uh, you know, I don't want to say I- I'm not going to use the R phrase, the reality TV phrase, because I-, I don't think that that is a genre that actually exists. I think that's quite a lazy uh, description. But these things where they get celebrities on, and you know, fair play, I've done a couple. You know, I've I've done well, I've done Mastermind and. Um, the Weakest Link, because uh, I needed the money when I did Weakest Link. That's a fact. I needed the 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 um, two thousand pounds. They paid me two grand. They paid me to do that. And you wanted to test your knowledge? No, not in the slightest. Weakest Link, I did it because they offered me two grand and I was skint. And then I won twenty grand for charity. Mastermind, I did it because I thought it would be a laugh. That was why I did Mastermind for a laugh. It wasn't a laugh. <laughs> Excuse me. It was deadly serious. It was deadly serious. And I've been offered, uh, as I've said many times, the Big Brother. The um, uh, get me out of the jungle, and uh, the, the, recently I was offered the ice skating. They offered me the ice skating, all in one day. I was offered those those three things, um, so I wouldn't do that. But it, just those those things. You've got anyway. You've got if, if anyone watched it. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. I didn't even know it was on, apart from a few little bits in the newspaper. It didn't seem to be trailed that heavily. Um, right, who is next? Dave is next. Hello, Dave. Hey, Ian. Hello, sir. I've not called in and spoken to you before. I've listened to you for ages, and my kids think you're brilliant. Well, well, hang on. Your kids think I'm brilliant, but you think... No, I think you're brilliant as well. Although you seem to have toned down a bit in the last couple of weeks. Is that a new regime, perhaps? Well, yes, things are changing, uh, and uh, it's uh, it's all to do with finding balance and finding compromise and getting it right, and I think we're all sort of heading in the right direction. So I'm, you know... it's. I wouldn't say toned it down. I changed slightly. Yeah. Change. Slightly less exuberant, perhaps. Well, I, I, tonight I'm less exuberant because I'm knackered, man. I, yesterday I was exuberant. Tonight I, I've only had three and a half hours sleep and I am not, I'm not firing on all cylinders, shall we say. Well, I hope it was worth it. it oh, no, it was great. My little, my little niece has been born, so it's been fantastic. What a great day. Anyway, Dave, you, well, you've not called in to hear about why I'm tired. What can I do for you? Uh, no, although, uh, Weird Science, great film. It's good, isn't it? I'm going to yeah, buy it for Chris. Point. I'm going to buy it for Chris as, as a, a gift to say, well done you, Chris, for, you know, getting another day without um, getting beaten up. Yeah, la- lads in the bedroom, hunched over a computer, and making a woman wearing bras on their heads. Oh, yeah, they're wearing great bras stuff. on their heads, aren't they? Yeah. I remember that scene where they're deciding how big her breasts should be. 
Uh, yeah. There's the, there's the, anyway, yes. That, what, what, why did you call in? Um, your phone um, that's giving you problems, your cordless. My, it's my cordless landline phone that's making all these noises, yeah. Yeah, is it a decked phone by any chance? A decked? What does that mean? Yeah, one of these digital cordless ones. Yeah, I think it's, so. I've got a BT one that's very similar, and when mine makes that noise, that doo-doo-doo-doo, and then sort of goes bleep-bleep a couple it, of minutes later, Yeah. it normally does it when it's a little bit um, away from the base station. Right. And that, I believe, is the phone saying, I've lost contact with the base station. Oh. Uh, that's the doo doo doo, and then the bleep bleep is when it actually regains contact oh, again. But it does it sometimes when the phone is on the base station. This is the confusing thing, because I thought it was that. Uh, and then I put it on the base station, and it still does it. Um, possibly it... either maybe some interference from a nearby device, maybe. Yeah. Or if you've got another wireless network in your house, I think they run on the same oh, 2.4 gigahertz frequency oh. as the phone does, so maybe it... you need to change the channel on your wireless network. It could be that. Do you know what? I'm getting a new um, cordless phone at some point this week, so I, hopefully that will end it, because I've ha- these phones are rubbish. They're, they're, I've had them for years, uh, and everyone's, every time someone phones me at home, they say, God, your phone is awful. So I'm hoping this new phone will eradicate every problem. And it means I can record phone calls, because I want to start recording. You know when, um, three o'clock in the afternoon, and you just, you know, you're watching Doctors or whatever, or the Alan Titchmarsh show, and you get these telesales people phoning up? Uh, I, I want to start recording them. <laughs> I don't quite know what I'm going to do with them yet. Uh, you know, and I won't broadcast them on here, because I'm guessing that would be illegal. But I'm going to start having some fun with those guys and, and recording them. I used to have a mobile that could do that really well, and I used to use it when I was in Tesco's. My wife used to phone me up and say, right, can you buy these things, please? Because if she said more than three things, I'd always forget one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I don't so think I can do it. Right. Record, but mine doesn't do it anymore. Dave, listen, cheers, lads. Say my love to the kids. Yeah, thanks, mate. There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, Sharon's in Essex. Hello, Sharon. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> I've just got a story. Just going back on the, uh, cha- the time capsule. Oh, yeah. And it just reminded me, my, um, my father was a builder, yeah. and he was a contracts manager, um, I don't know if you remember the Great Fire of Hampton Court. I do. When was that? Was that in the eighties? Yeah, yes, like, kind of mid eighties. But well, uh, basically, his building firm won the contract to renovate. Cushy, nice little gig. And uh, he was there for probably about five years in total. Yeah. But whilst he was there, should have um, taken three. But down one of the walls, which was obviously all cracked and yeah fire and burn and they took the wood they took through a layer of plaster yeah and they came to another layer of plaster yeah and on this wall it was a massive wall there was handprints of all the builders that had built hampton court with their names etched in their hands no when was hampton court built what was that like uh, this uh, 18th century was that no i think it was going back to the 15th oh century. really oh man alive fantastic home so uh and you know it just amazed me because no one really knows that and they they kept that wall because it was so historical they yeah they, they, you know there was coins in there as well and bits of notes from imagine the- if he if some work experience lad had found that and plastered over it <laughs> just, just just covered over it doing and uh, and they did the same thing they they put notes in and yeah. and did a few handprints and and they they kept the wall and they've you know it's there today. But Brilliant. Is your is your old man still around and still working? Unfortunately, he's, he's passed on now. That's a sh- I'm sorry to hear that because I was about to, to to say that there's a thing in the news yesterday that Hampton Court's falling down again. Not because of your dad's shoddy work, <laughs> uh, although who knows? But because they've had all these pop concerts there and it's all the vibrations have caused the the thing to start collapsing again. I didn't know that? No, I'm sure you would actually find that quite amusing if he was alive today. It, it, it could be because of his dodgy work. We we just don't know. I'm sure he was an excellent builder though Sharon yeah well we've got the photos and everything so Brilliant. it's a bit of history there that no one knows so but, that's just 
It's amazing how time capsules do work. Sharon, listen, thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Cheers. Bye-bye. It's, it's falling down again, Hampton Court. Because, um... Who's the fellow with the beard? Tom Jones. You can't blame it on Tom Jones. No, the, the, this is what the, I believe. I think it was the Daily Mail. I don't know what I was reading that rubbish for. But I think the Daily Mail was um, was saying that because of Tom Jones specifically, and they named him as the number one culprit of this, Tom Jones has brought Hampton Court down to its knees. He is really loud. He's very loud, isn't he? Very shouty. Very shouty. It's in... No, what's, what does he sing? Not in... It's in his kiss. That was shit. I'm a sex machine. <laughs> How he sings? <laughs> I thought it was just you, just you proclaiming that, Chris. You, you couldn't control it, <laughs> like some sort of sexual. Well, anyway, Richard. Oh hi, yeah. Hey, Richard. Oh, uh, well, um, you sound a bit down. What's wrong? Uh, I, I guess I'm going to make a confession, okay. but I, I have made it before on air, so yeah. I guess it's not too bad. Okay, come on, let's have it. But uh, the thing is, uh, before I say it, yeah. Why, why, why there are certain things that people are interested in, yeah. and it's okay. They don't get ribbed about. Yeah. You know, like football, for example, or cars. Are you calling up to say you're a pervert? Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. No. Would I do that? <clears throat> I don't know, would you? We all have our strange kicks, you know. I mean, I'm not much of a farmer, as you know. So no. It's not really no. likely, is it? No. There's only one minute to the travel, isn't there? Well, we can keep talking up into it. All right, uh, okay. Uh, well, I, <laughs> I guess I'm not really a bus spotter as such, but... But you spot buses. I, I sort of know about them. What do you mean you um, what do you mean you sort of know about them? Well, I I, I mean I'll know about routes and uh sort of uh, vehicle types, but not I will I wouldn't stand on the street corner photographing or taking down them. Okay, well here's here's the question, Richard. Do you have pictures of buses in your house? I've got some on my computer. Right, right okay, I'm actually going to have to cut you off now. I'm going that that was just uh a step too far. We were mentioning bus spotters. After a kid I used to... I talking about Zippy, who I used to work with at B-Jams. I didn't really work with him. He worked in the Queensmere branch in Slough High Street. But then he came to us on the Farnham Road for a few weeks. And he had these big A4 pads, just full. Literally, like four A4 pads, full of buses. Uh, times he'd spotted them, numbers, number plates. We burnt one of them. We burnt one of them. Oh, how horrible is that? And obviously he's, you know... To, to kind of be a bus spot, you've got to be a little bit, um... What's the polite way of saying it? Wrapped up warm? You've got to be wrapped up warm, yes. And he was, uh, I think he was a little bit more, more wrapped up warm than most. And, uh, we, we burnt it. What horrible, horrible teenagers we were. It's the travel news now. Oh, I, no, I, I, sorry, I don't know who you are. Oh, hello. Hello, who's this? It's Maggie. Maggie, what's your last name? Doyle. I, now, listen, i tell you why, because I did know this, mm -hmm. uh, and then I forgot to write it down, and so I've never said your name before on the radio, I, I didn't want to muff it up. Well, I, you said it perfectly. Well, I've muffed, muffed it up spectacularly. Do, do you want to go again? Yes, we go, here we go, here we go. <clears throat> And now it's time to get the... You're new, are you? Yes. How long have you been here? Well, a few... Well, quite a while, actually. I just haven't uh, been on your show. Well, hang on. What shows have you been on? I listen all the time. Well, you know, I've been doing bits and pieces for, for, for other shows. Oh, OK. Not like James O'Brien, is it? I couldn't possibly say. Be, be very... Just one word of advice. Be very careful about around here. OK. Anyway, it's time now for the latest LBC 97.3 Travel News with... Maggie Doyle. Thank you. The M25 has a lane closed clockwise just after Junction 27 for the M11, and that's because of a crash 
Uh, traffic pretty slow still back to the Balcommon Tunnel. The M11 coming into town. We hear it's blocked with a crash just after Junction 6 for the M25. Queues building back up the motorway. If you've got any updates, you can give me a call 08000 68 6080. Uh, to the west of town, it's still very uh, busy looking indeed. The A4 in Hounslow remains closed heading into town between Sutton Lane and Heston Road. That's because of an accident. Delays back to the Jolly Wagoners roundabout and it's out of town very slow as well. Uh, the M4 because of traffic diverting away. That's heavy coming into town around Chiswick. Uh, Wood Lane in White City down to one lane in both directions at Duquesne Road. That's because of a burst water main that's causing lots of delays around the Shepherd's Bush roundabout. Also the Hammersmith Gyratory. Uh, Parade Street in Paddington that's closed both ways outside St Mary's Hospital because of a police incident. And the A40 Western Avenue slow into town between the Denham roundabout to the Medway underpass after an accident and breakdown. Over on the tubes there's delays on the Circle Line and don't forget the Victoria Line will be suspended tonight from 10 o'clock until 5 tomorrow morning for planned engineering works. LBC 97.3 Travel. Your next updates in 30 minutes. There follows an adaptation of the Lewis Carroll poem The Walrus and the Carpenter. The time has come, the poor Ross said, to talk of many things. Of Germans, grannies, name that tag and pesky tube strikings. I'm with you Saturdays, 7 till 10, but on on weekdays too. I start at 4, the tea time shift, and end at half past 2. Actually, it's 4 to 6.30 Monday to Thursdays, but you try rhyming that, you mug. Get more of Paul. You know you want him. LBC 97.3. Poor Ross. He goes from bad to verse. <laughs> oh, beautiful. When is a good deal not a good deal on car insurance? Table five, no! When you pay more for a policy through some of those price comparison websites than if you've gone direct to the insurer. That's bumped! Direct line has always cut out the middleman, so the price you see is the price you pay. You'll only get our quotes from directline.com or our UK-only call centres. That's better. Directline. A good deal. Better. If you're serious about investing in property, the Property Investor Show is for you. There are over 120 seminars and more than 300 exhibitors, from house builders to estate agents to mortgage lenders and property experts. So if you want to invest in property, residential or commercial, at home or abroad, don't miss the Property Investor Show at XL from the 21st to the 23rd of September. Register at lbc.co.uk for your free tickets. The Property Investor Show. Serious about property. With LBC 97.3. LBC 97.3 Ian, Ian Lee's Lee. Lee. Excuse me, now I don't want to um, I don't want to do, talk about Northern Rock at all Because it's boring, really boring and pointless And a bit of a nothing story really Because everyone's, you know, going to get their money But I was watching the news today I was watching, I've been watching the news a bit recently Because it turns out some of it's alright Some of it's rubbish, some of it's alright You know what I'm saying And they, you know, I'm loving the footage Of all of the Muppets outside Northern Rock Right the big queues that go around the corner and today or yesterday it must have been maybe to keep the customers satisfied and to show good feeling from Northern Rock and to um, make sure everyone was entertained there was a member of staff going around the queue with a big tin of quality street she had a big tin of quality street going would you like a chocolate do you want a golden triangle do you want a penny a toffee penny how is that going to make people feel better Alex, why have you just put a hat on? You look like um, you look like Zach Dingle now. Yeah, I thought I looked like the Edge. <laughs> you look like Zach. I look like Marlon. Together, we can. I'm cold. You it's, what? It's really cold in here. <laughs> I'm right by the air conditioning thing. Yeah. Oh, what a baby! What a baby! Right. 
973. I don't think anyone has called in yet to say, yes, Ian, I am aware of those fantastic perfumes that celebrity people wear and make. In fact, I, 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 the celebrities endorsed them. Do they actually make them? I know there was um, a story that Jade Goody made her own perfume. I, if that's the story, then I'm sure it's absolutely true and 100% true, and I, I'm sure no one would, would, you know, would, would, would lie like that. But do the celebrities just get a smell and they put their name on it? And do they actually wear it? If you imagine if, how arrogant would you have to be to wear a smell that had your name on it? Imagine Agent Chris, there was a, there was a, an old Agent Chris, and you you, uh, you you splashed it on. That would be strange, wouldn't it? I'd still wear it. I, I'm sure you would. I'd smell it. Yeah, it's not, not it's pleasant. Not, not pleasant at all. It would be strange. Oh eight seven zero nine zero. Uh, 90973. People said, yes, things are changing ever since like the LBC, and it's, it's all kind of all right, I think. It's, uh, you know, it's, uh, but, but the, the changes to this show, I mean, you can call in, still call in about stuff that you want to talk about. You know, don't let it be um, uh, dictated by me. Yes, I have 22 things on sheets of paper I want to talk about, either tonight or over the next few nights. But, you know, if you've got this stuff that uh, you want to talk about, then give us a call, speak to my idiot producer. Uh, and uh, he will find out who you are, what you want to say, and he'll give you a call back. And everything is groovy. Giselle! Ian! Yes. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you very much. Isn't it cold today? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I choked. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I was, I had to, as I say, I had to drive to my sister's last night at 20 past two in the morning. It was oh, it freezing. freezing. It was like winter out there. It was like drizzling and it was cold. Oh, it was yeah. awful. I mean, the day today was like a real cool autumn, almost a winter's day. Well, then saying that, I went out, I had a bit of a headache. I went out for a walk at four o'clock, uh, and it was quite sunny. It just... It was, it was sunny but cold. I was, no, I, au contraire, it was sunny but warm, I, I would say, where I was. Okay. But where that, were you? Uh, I was sort of uh, South London-ish. I don't really know where I was. I don't know, I don't know where my sister lives. But I was there, anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway, Giselle, what can I do for you? Oh, you asked about who was on that program. Oh, the Hell's Kitchen thing. The Hell's Kitchen. Did thing. you watch it? I watched one or two episodes. So it didn't. It didn't catch you then. It didn't really grab your attention. No, I mean, if I had nothing else to watch one evening, I watched it. Who was so? Who was on it? Let's let's hang on. Let me. I'm gonna write these down. Let's get let's get the list. Away we go. Jim Davidson. Uh huh. Every. Uh, hang on a minute. Jim Davidson. Mary Mc McGuigan, of course. One. Paul Ma Young. Pa oh, Paul Young. Yes. Oh, uh, what was he like? Was he a bit grumpy? No, he wasn't. Oh. He was. He was. He didn't actually shine very much. He no. was just sort of there. D d and could Paul? Could Paul Young ever sing? Because if you listen to his hits, like you know, wherever I lay my hat, and <laughs> and the other one, uh, it, his voice is really strange. I remember him on the Freddie Mercury tribute tribute concert doing yeah. a Queen song, and it was awful because he it didn't really have that much range. He did that sort of. A Mexican um, music thing once, didn't he? Quite recently. Oh yeah, he, that was his. Yeah, his he thing was, was Tex-Mex. He went a bit ethnic. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so we all we all do it at some point in our lives, Giselle. <laughs> it's, it's, okay, so, so Jim Davidson, Barry McGuigan, Paul Young, yes. Um, the other chap was that gay guy Brian. I'm sorry, I don't know his name. Ga well, 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 gay Brian. He was from Big Brother, wasn't he? He was from Big Brother. Gay, gay Brian. Gay Brian brother. We'll, oh, hang on, we'll call him Big Brother Brian. That's probably slightly better. Big, Big Brother Brian. Big Brother Brian, yes. And then Kelly. LeBrook, who's had something funny done to her lips. I, yes, I, yes, I, I believe that. She look, doesn't look we, as... We, we, she, 
she was. She looked like a weird science experiment. She used to be. She yeah. is stunning in the film Weird Science. Sunny, and, and she I, was. as a teenage boy, that film helped me and a lot of other teenagers get through. You know, tense times in our lives. Uh, but wow. now I believe she's a yeah. She's an, a, a, an odd-looking woman. And then there was Adele Silver, who I don't know who she. Is. Oh, she's the girl that's in her pants on the Daily Star today. I think she's from Emmerdale. She's from something. Yes. Um, and then there's the girlfriend of what's his name, Peter? Is it Peter Cook, the guy who plays? Oh, who's a who's a, a goalie, the big tall. Oh, Peter Crouch. Guy. Peter oh, Crouch. Abby, Cla- Abby Clancy. Yes. Oh yes. Okay. I'm I'm, st- I'm starting to wish I'd watched this now. Okay. Yeah. And then there was a lady who I who, who I didn't. Uh, Rosie Boycott. I'm not quite sure what she does and who she is. Is she quite old? Yes. I'd imagine she would be would have been Jeff Boycott's missus then. But oh, I see. Okay. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Okay, Rosie Boycott. Okay. Yes. And then there was Annika Rice, who was completely like a rabbit, you know, sort of like a deer caught in the yeah, in the lights, and you're about to run her down because I don't think she really realised she what she was getting into. Was Annika Rice ever sexy? No, no, she wasn't. Even in those well, there jumpsuits. Are a lot of people who thought she was. I know that because because you got to see a lot of her backside on um, <clears throat> uh, the, the the treasure treasure hunt. Yeah. But I always just thought it's, it's quite an unattractive, saggy backside. Mm, well, I don't know. It was always in Lycra, so... Yeah, OK. It would right. hold together quite a lot. Yep, go on. Annika Rice, anyone else? I think that was it. Uh, so we've got Jim Davison, McGuigan, Paul Young, Big Brother Brian, Kelly LeBrock, Adele Silver, Abby Clancy, Rosie Boycott and Annika Rice. Yeah, I think that was it. Um, what, 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 was Pierre White any good? Because I saw the first one when it was... Um... Oh, that yes, was it. I, was. I got invited to go and eat at the, the, <clears throat> the restaurant as well. Oh, did you go? No, I did not go. They oh. kept. I, I've been invited every year to go and eat at the um, the, the restaurant, and it's because you know, they ask any old nobody or has been to turn up there and have some of their manky food. He was good, was he, Pierre White? He was very good. He was very good entertainment value. It was nice to see a chef who didn't swear. Oh, and who obviously knew about food. And, yeah. But he 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 didn't suffer fools gladly if you complained and was. And he was very supportive of his co-workers. Right. And um, he didn't shout at them or scream at them or make them feel like idiots. Giselle, listen, thank you very much for that. Okay. There we go. I think now, Suman, you watched it and you hated it. Um, neither way, really. I only watched it for one person and... Let me, let me guess, let me guess, let me guess. Um, Jim Davidson. No. Um, Abby Clancy. No. Rosie Boycott. No. Annika Rice. I saw him in Brent Cross. Who, who? Jeff Capes? No! Who did you say? I saw someone in Brent Cross three weeks ago. Was it me? No. I was there three weeks he was, ago. He was a really... He is a really tall, good-looking guy. Oh, um... Lovely. Uh, He's, he looks even better now than he used to when I had a really... Big like Brother my Brian. First, my first crush on him. Oh, oh. Not, not Paul Young? Yes. Really? I had his post on my wall. Because... Uh, I remember my sister got a copy of his single, Free, from Clark's. I remember, I remember that. I don't know why, but I remember going to Clark's shoe shop Excuse and my sister coming out with a single. Not really. What? He, it was the first single I bought ever. Okay. He was... He's so good. He, he can't sing though, can he? He looks so good still. I was just. Oh. He's sixty-eight years old. He's not. He is. He is not. No, he is. I read it. Excuse me. He he's not. Mm, okay. He's so gorgeous, and those red rosy cheeks. Red. Oh, I just wish I could just put my fingers through his hair. But anyway, oh, he God. gave me his autograph, did... and he said, "Look out for me on TV." Oh, he was drumming up business. Oh, but, oh, gosh. Who was he married to? Wasn't he married to some woman on TVM or something? Uh, oh, he's not gay, then. Well, then Paul Young's not gay. Oh, good, then. 
oh, for, of course he's not. He's, he's one of the most heterosexual young pop stars Britain had in the 1980s. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay, Simon, thank you. Listen, listen. What? How's your sister? Yeah, she's, uh, she's great. And how's the baby? Great. Have you named the little girl? The baby has been named. What, what's the name? Ah. There's the mystery. I don't know if I should say on the radio. It's not really up, up to me to say. Uh, anyway. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. So, so uh, no one seems to have been taken by the um, Hell's Kitchen. I just, it just looks like one of those most pointless uh, nonsense things. Oh, and th- th- I want to talk about after the news: policemen changing tyres on the motorway. Where does your front door lead? It could lead to this, or even this. Good evening, sir, madam, your usual table on the terrace. You see, using the value of your home to finance your investments is just one of the strategies that's helped thousands of Inside Tracks customers build substantial property portfolios and create more than 200 property millionaires. To find out how, just call 0870 124 4613 to go to a free introductory workshop from Inside Track. It's the start of a program to help you get the best out of property, whether that's buy to let, buying a second home, or even a third. How to find them, how to finance them, buying off plan, how to negotiate discounts. Over 100,000 people have already attended free workshops from the UK's leading property education specialists. Join them and see how doors open for you. Book now. Call 0870 124 4613 or go to insidetrack.co.uk. On 97.3 DAB and online, London's biggest conversation, LBC. It's 8.30, I'm Holly Holland. Four children have now died after a Land Rover carrying nine members of the same family plunged into a river at the weekend. It happened in Lincolnshire on Sunday. Their parents and three of their other children were also in the car and managed to escape. London is to get thousands of new affordable homes. 50,000 will be built over the next three years across more than 30 boroughs. There'll be a focus on family homes in particular. Ken Livingston has called for the immediate reinstatement of a Heathrow worker who was sacked for wearing a nose stud. 40-year-old mother of three Amrit Lalji worked in customer relations at the airport. He says it's intolerable that people should lose their jobs because they wear jewellery or clothing expressing their religion. In sport, Chelsea are 1-0 down coming towards the end of the first half of their Champions League group match with Rosenborg at Stamford Bridge. Elsewhere, Liverpool are 1-0 at FC Porto and just one goal for London's sides in the Championship. Crystal Palace are 1-0 up at home to Coventry. In London's travel news, the A4 in Hounslow is still closed heading into town between Sutton Lane and Heston Road because of an accident. Traffic is slow around Henley's Corner. And in London's weather, dry and cold overnight with lows of 5 degrees Celsius and there'll be a cloudy start but the chance of bright spells tomorrow and the sun rises at 6.41. You're with LBC, it's 8.31. Medium duck feather. Lovely. Come on, Brian, you said you were going to be a bit more adventurous. Try the hypoallergenic. Yes, very nice. Ah, but can it top the soft duck feather? Be honest, what are you really going to want to snuggle up to at three in the morning on a wet Tuesday in Leeds? No contest. Medium duck. The pillow menu from Holiday Inn. Enjoy a better night's sleep on your choice of five pillows. Holiday Inn, here for you. Call 0800 40 50 60 or visit holidayinn.co.uk. Ian Lee's Good Evening. So, so many times in the past few weeks, uh, about five times, I've been driving on the motorway, or it happened on the A40 yesterday. Is it the A40? I think it's the A40. Anyway, it happened on there. Driving along, 
I mean, it's a car pulled over. It's normally a woman in the car, which is... Uh, j- just saying that as a point of reference, I'm not in any way making any judgement by that. Uh, and uh, the, that, the car's pulled over, and there's a police car pulled up behind, and the police are changing the tyre. They're changing a wheel on the car. Now, changing a wheel uh, when you're in the, on the hard shoulder of the motorway, very... Uh, I've, uh, I've not done it once. I've pulled over on the hard shoulder once, because my car broke down, and it's kind of quite scary. Especially because the, the car I was driving, it just died. I was in the, the outside, the fast lane, whatever it is, and the car died, and I somehow had to get over to the hard shoulder with no power. Scary. Uh, but the police were changing tyres. Uh, I'm not being funny, right? Isn't that what the AA's for? Isn't that what the RAC do? I've had the AA out to change a tyre, change a wheel. When I had my Audi, I could not um, get, I could not get the wheel off. And there's a weird thing you have to do with it, because it's like a really posh Audi years ago. I can do it now on my Renault, because it's rubbish. But there's a weird thing you have to do where you have to put it in a certain gear, or, or you have to lock something so the wheel doesn't spit off. I don't know what it was. But the police changing wheels. Now, uh, you know, I'm not one of these people. Bring back hanging. Let's let's get the police, you know, doing more. I don't, I don't really care. The police do what they want. I think they do a good job. Some do a rubbish job. Whatever, you know. But it just seemed odd that five or six times in the last couple of months I've seen the police doing that. Now, the AA, the RAC, and also if you're on the motorway, you've, they've got those phones. Has anyone ever, this is another thing, has anyone ever used those phones on the motorway where you, you've got the you know, ones that are numbered, the orange phones, and you're numbered, and you go, hello, yeah, I'm on number 436. Or I don't know. Have you ever used one of those, Chris? Have you ever broken down and had to go and use one of those phones? Never. Never. Alex? You must break down a lot in your rubbish cars. Oh, yeah, every day. D- d- every day, I know. Have you ever used one of those motorway phones? Nope. I'd like to know what they say at the end of it. Whether it, whether there's anything there, or it's just like, you know, it's it's just there to make you feel secure, but really, it doesn't do anything. Uh, but uh, can someone explain to me how the police are, are, are allowed... I know they're in the, the news today. Um, re- reckless driving, apparently. Reckless driving. Uh, is this to counteract the, uh, the uh, accusations of, of being reckless? 0870 uh, 973 You can give us a call about that. And everything else, including recording people, um, uh, celebrity perfumes, Hell's Kitchen. Got so many topics. I don't quite know how we've come up after, you know, a, a, an intensive drought. We've, we're, Chris and I are on a, a topic fest. What else? The time capsules. Um, there was something else as well. We'll get there in a minute. Fizel. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm excellent, thank you, boss. What can I do for you? I'm okay. I, I need to share a disturbing story that happened to me this morning oh, on the way to work. Please do. <laughs> well, I was on the A41 just after Brent Cross uh, in the Hendon section. Yeah. And it was pretty slow. It was bumper to bumper, sort of uh, the whole way. Yeah. And I noticed a guy coming over the centre reservation. I don't know if you're familiar with it because it's a, a dual carriageway. It's yeah. not just a middle reservation. Right. You actually have to take a subway to go underneath it. But he was actually walking over the central reservation. Yeah. So I, I stopped and sort of gave him way to go. And he approached the car. Oh, and, uh, God, yeah. And he tapped on the window, so I thought he was looking for directions. So I put the window down a bit. And he said, excuse me, are you going to, to Mill Hill? Ooh. And I, and I said, yes. And he said, would you mind giving me a lift? And I said, no. <laughs> I, I said, no. And, uh, so hang on, you said, no, no, I don't mind, or no, I don't want to. I said, no, I don't want to. I just said, no. Okay. And, uh, and he said, did you know that some people are kind? And as I did the window up, I said to him, yes, and some people are psychos. And I, <laughs> took, the wi- 
foot the window. Well done, you. Now, this isn't the end of the ordeal, because at this point, it was just a bizarre person. Yeah. Anyone living in London knows it does happen, OK? It do- there are one or two bizarre people living in London, aren't there? He walked around to the front of my car no. and made a note of my registration number. What? Then... He went to the car in front of me and tapped on his window. Yeah. I can only assume he said the same thing to this guy, yeah. but this bloke agreed to give him a lift. Oh. Now, as he got into that person's car, he looked at me with the most disgusted look yeah. I've ever had in my life. Yeah. And I used to sell cars. Yeah. I've, had a pretty, I've had a few dirty looks you, in my you, car. You would have had certainly one or two, and, and maybe even right? people swearing at you, I don't exactly. thought. Exactly. And then, because it was bumper to bumper the whole way, every so often, that we would sort of pass each other and he would crook his neck to look at me and give me Jeez. more dirty looks along the entire way. That's and quite sc- it's quite scary. And I, I just started to think to myself, I started to think, I was like, this could have ended in one or two ways, yeah. right? I let him into the car. If I'd let him into the car, we got to Mill Hill and I said, all right, mate, here you go, here's your stop. And he says, no, I'm your friend now. I'm not going anywhere. What, <laughs> what, what could I have done? What would I have done? And then I thought, he, he must be, he must be a little bit unhinged yeah. because... I certainly wouldn't get into a car with a complete stranger. I don't know about you. Well, no, it's funny to say, I, I've only ever hitchhiked once. Right. It was, um, how old was I? I was, I was sort of going out with this girl called Vanessa who lived in Reading and I was living in Slough, so I was probably about 19. And I uh, missed the last train back from Reading to Slough. So I thought, do you know what? It's not that far. I can walk it. I can walk from Reading to Slough. <laughs> this is what I thought, right? It's like well, 2 o'clock in the morning. It's freezing cold. She must have been a pretty girl. Carry on. She was, do you know what? She was all right. And I just, it's, it's another one that I messed up, Fizel. Anyway, <laughs> so I started walking. I th- after about an hour and a half, I thought, I, I am... I, an hour and a half, and I saw a sign saying Slough, 20 miles, or something like that. I thought, I'm never <laughs> going to make it. So I, start, I put my thumb out, and a car pulled over. And I got in the car and I put the seatbelt on. He said, where are you going? And I said, oh, Slough. He said, oh, I'm, I'm going to Slough. Whereabouts in Slough? And I said, um, Farnham Common, which is where my mum lived. He goes, oh, I'm going to Farnham Common. Where exactly? And I thought, oh, hang on a second. And I said, oh, well, actually, it's Farnham Road, just before Farnham Common. He went, oh, what's the street? I said, oh, no, just get me there and I'll get out and walk. And then he started going, why are you hitchhiking? You're an idiot. You're an how stupid. Anything could happen. You could get k- picked up by a murderer. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh god. And so for the whole journey, I, I remember I, with the whole journey, I had um, how did I do it? I my right hand was on the the clip to to, yeah. to, to let go of the seatbelt, and my left hand was on the door handle. Just at any moment, if, if I saw a flash of steel or a hand touching my <laughs> thigh, I was going to click the seatbelt, pull open the door, and just roll out like a well, stuntman. I was that's, terrified. That's exactly my point. And all day I've been thinking, well, I, I did the right thing here. I didn't let this potentially crazy person yeah. into the car. Yeah. I did the right thing here. But the way he looked at me, I was starting to doubt myself. I was thinking, maybe I am a bad person. Maybe I should have given him a lift. But you've made me feel better now. I shouldn't have given him a lift, should Th- I? Fizel, you did exactly the right thing, sir. Thank well you. done. Thank you for Thank sharing you. that with us. There you go. Thanks a lot, Ian. Thank you. Thank Bye-bye. There we go. Oh, wait, 7-0. It's weird. Sometimes I'm tempted... You never see hot chicks hitchhiking. It's never like, um... What's that film? Cannonball Run. Where it's those two, it's Daisy Duke and the other girl, and they were in those lycra bodysuits, and they're hitchhiking. They, do you know remember that? Maybe it's in Cannonball Run 2. Uh, they're hitchhiking, and then they kick the guy. Anyway, it's, no, it's always, you know, um, d- dirty men. I don't mean dirty as in perverted, although, but it's just like, dirty men hitchhiking. So what, what it's, I'd like to. I'd like the experience of, of picking up, I should say the experience of picking up a man. Uh, in the I kind of like that. I think. Would you what, ever do it, Chris? What, just for a chat? Well, I, you know, as you know, I'm a very private person. I don't like talking to people. But of course, um, 
just for the experience. I know exactly why I'd like to do it. To feel good. To feel as though I'd helped someone. Uh, to feel as though I'd helped someone. A friend in need. No, it's not uh, a friend. Isn't a stranger in need is a potential deed. Deed, yes. Anyway, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine something. But my, my one night of, of, of hitchhiking was just terrible. And then saying that, I got a, cu- a couple of friends who years ago they used to live in Plymouth, or well, I think Plymouth, and one lived in Devon, and they'd hitchhike back and forth f- between London all the time, all the time. Friend of mine hitchhiked to Edinburgh for the festival, then hitchhiked back. It was just what? Missy. Hi, yeah. Hello, Missy. All right. Yeah, I'm all right. You all right? What's wrong? Are you crying? No, I've got a headache. Oh, I had a terrible headache today. Get some pills down you. I will in a minute. Yeah, good. And, and drink plenty of water and get some fresh air. Will do. Thank you. Um, I've confession to make about perfume. Don't tell me you bought that Jade Goody stuff. Oh, no. Get out of it. All right. You're, 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 you're not that common, yeah? <laughs> no. I've got um, some J-Lo. But someone bought me it. I didn't buy it. Someone bought me it years ago, and I thought, actually, it's quite nice. And um, every time it runs out... Yeah. Someone else I'm, I, well, that's the thing because once you get one of these things, everyone takes a little note of it and yeah. thinks, "Oh, that's that's what she likes." We'll yep. get more. That's it. But it is nice. It's the J Lo Glow. The I think J-Lo. she's got another two, but it's the Glow one. That I, I really quite like. I quite fancy that J Lo. I'm sorry, do I? She's all right. Yeah, my, but my, my girlfriend's sort of slightly obsessed with her to the is point it? where we have to watch J Lo movies. We watch oh. J Lo movies. She has, she has Monster in Law on DVD. That's right. Yeah, oh. film advertised on bus stations. Alrighty. So uh, I what was it? I watched the J Lo film the, the other day where it's she's um she gets beaten up by her husband, so she disappears and cuts her hair off and steals the daughter, and then she learns learns kickboxing, and then she goes and kills him. Oh no, I've not seen that. One. I've seen. Do you know what? it's all right? Actually, it's quite good. Are you talking over me? Sometimes. Uh, no, I'm not. You're talking under me. <laughs> I've seen Anaconda, but that's it. I've oh, else. Anaconda. I've seen a bit of that. That's all about the, the snake in the water. Isn't, isn't yeah. Owen Wilson in that as well? Oh, uh, I couldn't tell you the names. Just, just, I know it's her. Okay. It sounds like you're actually having a breakdown, Missy. No, I'm just having a headache. All right. Go, so go and put a cold flannel on your head. Will do. See you later. See you, bye. Bye-bye. Oh, just didn't sound good at all, did you? Louise! Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. You? Not bad, not bad. Nice. You were ringing about bus foamers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People obsessed with buses to the point where they'll take numbers down, they'll have pictures in their house, and they even buy bus memorabilia. Yes. I'm not one. Oh, OK, that's a relief. God. No, that is a relief, yeah. Don't, don't tell me it's your old man. Well, oh. a bit, I'm a bit concerned about him now. Oh, no, Louis. Because at the weekend we went to Duxford Air Museum. Yeah. And already, it's, had... already it sounds dull. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, but it's the Imperial War Museum and it's quite interesting because of all the old stuff and everything. But anyway, okay. there was a bus thing there. I say thing because they had hundreds and hundreds of buses. They just looked like big red buses to me, not yeah. a clue. Yeah. And we was wandering up and down the lines, you know, I've got a sort of pander to him. He says he wants to take a little walk down memory lane from when he was a kid. That's, right. the, that's what he tells me anyway. Yeah, okay. So we're wandering up and down and then he stops at one and he goes and he... He points at it, which is just really embarrassing. Because yeah. he's pointed at this bus and he's going, oh, that's an X123 oh, type no. bus. I don't know what that is. I know that because it's got the jaw headlamps. So I was oh, like, oh, God. my face was an absolute picture. My jaw hit the floor and I suddenly yeah. thought, no, no, he's been kept it all a secret. He's a secret bus. Uh, are, are you married to him? 
No, but we oh. live together and we're as good as married. Oh, well, but it still means it's easier to get out of. <laughs> it's, it's not too late to turn it And did you question him about this? I just, said, I just gave him a look and he turned around and saw my face. I was quite embarrassed at that point. Yeah. And I just said, look, stop pointing at things because it's getting really embarrassing. Maybe, though, maybe that's not... Maybe it's, it's it, for him it's the same as, a, you know, when a young gay man coming out to his family saying, look, I've got... Mum, Dad, I've, I've got something to say to you. I'm gay. Maybe he, that was the, the equivalent, the bus foamer equivalent of that, and you and you played it badly. <laughs> you you played it badly. You should have just put your arms around him and said, "I don't care what you are. I love you. Whatever you decide to do." I do. I did tell you more or less, but yeah. it was just the, the initial shock of, "Oh my God!" He actually knows the model number and everything. That is kind of freaky, isn't it? It is kind of freaky, but there were some even more freaky people there because they were looking at the cards and going through their little books with the little numbers in oh. and. Picking up photographs of, oh, I've got that one in my book, I'll buy that photo. Oh. Oh. Louise, listen, I wish you the best of luck, but I, I really don't think it's going to last with this fella. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to say it, but I think, you know, get out while you still can. All right, then. Cheers, Louise, bye-bye. Take care, bye-bye. 0870-90-90-973. Time for the travel news now with Maggie Doyle. Well, the M11 coming into town is closed with a crash just before Junction 6 for the M25. Queues building back up the motorway, uh, certainly past Junction 7, Harlow. Uh, the M25 has a lane closed clockwise just after 27, the M11, because of an accident. Uh, the west of town and the A4 in Henslow. It's still closed coming into town between Sutton Lane and Heston Road because of an accident. Delays are easing off, though. And Wood Lane in White City. Now, it's down to one lane in both directions at Duquesne Road because of a burst water main, so there's emergency repairs ongoing. It was causing lots of delays around Shepherd's Bush and Hammersmith but it uh, looks as though traffic is easing off a bit I'm pleased to say. Uh, Parade Street in Paddington that's closed both ways outside St Mary's Hospital because of a police incident. Stansted Road in Catford that's closed westbound from Catford Hill for emergency repairs. Over in the tubes good service operating on all lines but don't forget the Victoria Line will be suspended tonight from 10 o'clock until 5 in the morning and that's for engineering works. LBC 97.3 Travel your next update in 30 minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, this train is delayed. We don't know why or for how long. Next time you get delayed, remember you can check out the latest travel news on your mobile phone. Just call 0901 723 6666 and choose travel. Travel. And the M25 in Essex has... You can also select to hear news and weather updates too. Store 0901 723 into your mobile now and stay in touch with LBC wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Calls cost 35 pence per minute from a BT landline. Other networks and mobile rates may vary. News, weather and travel on the go from LBC. Did you have a good weekend, Dave? Yeah, I went to the 16th century with Kate. Oh, right. Have a good time. Guest of honour at a banquet. Drank honey-rich mead, ate well, sang and danced. <laughs> you? Oh, usual 21st century stuff. Visit Napote Castle in County Clare on a short break and join a medieval banquet. Ireland. Short breaks, tall tales. To discover more, visit discoverireland.com. LBC 97.3. Ian, Ian Lee's Good, Good Evening. I, okay. I never made no nunchakar. I forgot I had this. I, okay. I never made no nunchakar. Yes, it's a man saying he never made no nunchakar. I can't remember. I have no idea what context this was delivered in, but this man said... I, okay. I never made no nunchakar. Okay, there we go. Uh, Charlotte, I've got no idea what that was. Charlotte. Hello, Ian. Hello, Charlotte. You're tired, aren't you? A what? You're tired. I am. I've had three and a half hours sleep, um, oh. and uh, I've perked up a bit. But the, it's it's 
I- I'm a little bit delirious, which well, is why I'm rambling and being very wordy. Aww. Never mind. Yeah, we've only got an hour. <laughs> only got an hour. I've got. I've, yeah. I've got. I'm going to look at a picture of my little niece while I'm talking yeah, to you. That's that's that's, nice. that's exciting. Um, I've just been watching. Well, this isn't exciting. It's about global warming. <laughs> what? Global warming. Oh, hang on a minute. That sounds like a serious topic. Or oh, is it? No. Look- well, gl- Clive doesn't like people talking about global warming on his programme. So you thought you'd come and do it yeah, online? On oh, nice one. Thanks very much. <laughs> I get I get Clive's cast-offs. <laughs> and, but believe you me, Clive has very low standards anyway, so anything he casts off must be bad. <laughs> Bless him. Well, I've, I've been watching a programme on the Antarctic. Oh, yeah. And the ice is actually melting quicker than people think, thought. Um, I was just wondering, what's going to happen to the polar bears? They're <laughs> all going to die. Oh, no. Never mind, they're only polar bears. Yeah, but they're so magnificent, aren't Well, forget they? the polar bears. What about us? What's going <laughs> to happen to us? <laughs> we, we're we're going to die, apparently. But I, I don't, Charlotte, we can't, we can't talk about global warming. No. But the polar bears are so cuddly. Aren't they? Well, they're oh, not. They, they look cuddly. A polar bear, they are vicious, vicious little things. They would rip your face off with just a wave of the paw. Yeah. D- don't, not their paw, not the, the paw that, that inhabit the streets. Uh, so don't, don't feel sorry for them, Charlotte. They deserve everything they get. Nice. I yeah. promise you. Honestly, it's, it's for the best that they're wiped out. Charlotte, thank you for that. We can't do global warming. We haven't sunk that low, have we? Oh, dear. Right. Uh, Flash. Hiya, Ian. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm not so bad. All I know about polar bears is don't eat their liver. It's poisonous to us. <laughs> well, well, hang on a second. How do you know that? Because uh, Ray Mears told me, and if Ray Mears tells me, I believe everything he says. He's the survival fella, is he? Yeah, okay, yeah. Ray, well... Ray, Ray Mears is the guy who's going to keep me alive during global warming. Yes, let, let, let's all stick with Ray Mears, shall we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, that, that's all you've got to do. If, you, if you're going to do that... Um, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Get Ray Mears on your side. Yes, you'll you'll, you'll survive that. Then I, 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 I couldn't I couldn't do that. Partly because I don't I don't really think those programs do your career any good. But also I don't want to eat a, a, a kangaroo's testicle or, or a, a, a sheep's eye or something. I don't, I don't want to do that. No, no, no. It, it sounds terrible to me as well. I mean, I just I just love seeing people uh, put through these these things, but I wouldn't do it. Okay. Anyway, you were talking about the police and yeah. them helping on the motorway. Yeah, they're That's changing tyres all the time. What's that all about? Yeah, well, I, I've got a feeling that's the uh, traffic control officers, right. which aren't the police. They're part of the highways agency, and their Whoa. job is to keep us all safe. No, they and were they were policemen. They, they, they actually said police. They were pro- it was a police car, and they were proper policemen in their police... Because I know those traffic cars you mean, because you see them driving on the motorway, and everyone slows down to 68 miles an hour, then they realise it's not the police, and everyone starts bombing along at 90 again. Yeah. Uh, but, so I've seen those, but no, these, are, these are proper police cars with proper policemen. Ah, uh, well, I, I, I don't know, but perhaps it's because uh, of public safety, I mean, to serve and protect. Well... Um, probably going very American yeah. now. I don't want to go all John Gorn, but can't they go and catch some rapists and stuff? Well, no, 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 no. I mean, that, that's too dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. So, but the, the other thing I was going to say, if you wanted to pick up hitchhikers, the be- best people to pick up are the trade plate people. The trade... Are they the, oh, is that, is yeah, that the technical term for The red number plate. Is that the technical plate. term for them? Trade platers? 
Yeah, they're trade plate. So why um, why are they hitchhiking? Well, they've just dropped a car off and going back they've home. They've dropped a vehicle off somewhere, and now they've got to get back to where they're going to. So um, they're always hitchhiking. They're always worried. hitchhiking. And can we guess, uh, they're never murdering? Is that, uh, is that 100%? Well, no, usually they're legitimate, you know, so you fairly safe with them, as safe as you can be with I'm anybody. Always I mean, wondered... you're, you're, you're talking to Adolf Hitler's son here, so, uh, you know, Adolf's my dad, you know, so you're perfectly safe with me. Yeah, well, excellent. That, now I'm scared. What? I don't know where we went in the end of that fun conversation here. So they're, they're trade platers is the... That's a good name for a band. The trade platers. Uh, so that that didn't answer the question of the how the hell and why the hell are the police... I don't mean that about they should go out and catch murderers and stuff. That's very, um... That's very lazy John Gaunt style. But uh, it, it seems odd, doesn't it, that they're, they're changing tyres. Pavelos. Yes, hi there. First time caller. Well done for you for doing that. Yeah, well, regarding these orange boxes you get on the, well, especially on the M11, I'm a minicab driver. Okay. I'm, I'm from Golders Green. So basically, yes. make a long story short, I had some passengers in the car, yeah. dropped them off at the airport, Stansted. On the way back, I was coming down the M11. I was coming down the M11, my brakes went. Uh -oh. So I had to pull a nice little manoeuvre, get onto the side, go against the barriers, <laughs> and it stopped me. All right, Put now what happened? Nice little what do I see? I see an obvious little box in the distance. Yes. So I go all the way to the box. Yeah. Okay. And I pick up the phone. I've got no credit on my phone. I'm yeah. not a member of the AA, and no. I've got about a tenner left in my pocket. Yeah. So what do I do? So I pick up the phone straight to Scotland Yard. Um, can, 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 I, can I just check that when you're asking me these questions, you don't want me to answer them, do you? You, what, Wait, you, you just want to carry on. Well, okay, you go ahead. You're the star of the show. No, no, I, if you, but when you say, what do I do, you, you don't want me to answer that. You just want, that you're just using that as a, as a, a, a way of making the story more exciting, aren't you? You just want to check. Yeah, well, I'm trying to help. Carry it's on. Okay. All right, listen, okay, I pick up the phone. Yes. A recovery truck turns up, yeah? Yeah. Well, I ask him, why, can you tow me? He goes, yeah, it's three pound a mile. Ooh. You have to pay for it. And there we go. It's all a scam. The government's taking well, money well, well, off. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> well, well, how is it a scam? What else would you have done? I couldn't do anything. Well, exactly. So it's not a scam. They helped you. Well, they helped me, but uh, luckily I rent the car from a company and I built it to them. Right. Well, so that's fine then. So well, I don't see what the problem is, Pavelos. Yeah, the, the problem was that you wanted to know what those orange boxes are for. Yeah, but that's not, a, that's not a problem. You, you know, I, I wanted to know what those boxes are for. You phoned up saying there was a problem. Oh, no, there isn't a problem anyway. Well, you just said it was a scam. <laughs> when they, 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 they helped you, you could have ended up living on the, the hard shoulder. It's all right, I could have jogged it. Yes. Thank you, Pavlos. Do call again. I think you're very funny. I think you're very funny, too. Good luck. Well, there we go. We flirted at the end there. There was a little bit of flirting going on there. But well, I don't understand what his point was, though. Uh, he thinks it's a scam. £3 a mile, that is expensive. Uh, so he thinks it's a scam, but he didn't have to pay for it, and it, it saved him. I, I don't know. It works for me. Uh, 0870 Speak to uh, Sam after this. Inside Track Property Education isn't just for property novices. I was at a loss how to move forward my own small portfolio of properties. I've been a client for only 12 weeks now, and in that time I've virtually trebled the number of properties I had before. Whatever your previous knowledge and experience, you might be surprised to see how Inside Track could help you be even more successful. Start finding out more at a free introductory workshop. If you want to profit from property, don't go around the houses. Take the Inside Track. Sound expert advice wherever you are on the property ladder. Call 0870 1244 614 or go to InsideTrack.com. 
www.cbc.co.uk. Ian Lee's oh, Good man. Evening. You may have just heard me getting a text there. I do apologise, but it turns out after the show I am going back to my sister's. I'm going to meet my niece. They're out of the hospital already. Are they allowed to do that? She was not... I suppose they do. You had a baby, you go home straight away. That seems fair. I'm going to go home and meet my niece tonight about half past ten. How cool is that? How exciting. Uh, right, 0870 After the news, I want to talk about the, the, the smuggest people on television that you'd like to see just got rid of. And I'm, I'm going to throw into the... Uh, into the mix. The BBC One news, BBC One O'Clock News weather guy. We'll talk about that after, after nine. Sam! Hello! Hello, Sam! What a coincidence. What? It's my birthday today. And we're talking about the BBC One weather guy? That's the coincidence? No, it's your niece. Oh, it's my, yes, exactly! Yeah! Well, how old are you? I'm not telling you. Go on, go on, tell me. No. 62. No. Higher? Early 40. 40 that means 43. A bit more. 45. No, a bit less. <laughs> 44. Yeah. Well, she's younger she than you. She's zero. Yeah, I know. She's zero nine, years she's old. Nine months. No, that, that, she's not nine months old. It, you, start, you start the clock from when they pop out. Yeah, but when they pop out, they're not nothing. They're a baby. Yeah? No, but they're zero. They're nine months to grow. No, they're, when, well, when they pop out, they're zero. That's when you start the clock. That would mean otherwise. But they're already formed, they're a baby, so... But that would mean in three months' time she'd be a year. <laughs> she's not a year old, she's zero. She's no years, no days, and yeah. about, I don't know, about 11 hours old. It doesn't matter about look, my age, because people tell me I, I look as if I'm in my 20s. I'm so. sure you do. You sound as if you're in your 50s. No, you know what? I've got a sore throat today. That would explain. And I went out without a coat on and yep. a warped in coat and I yep. felt the chill in the air. Yep, that, that would, uh, yeah, that would, yes. I, I had a sore throat, so I wasn't Good. feeling very well. Done. well. well it Sam, doesn't matter about that. It doesn't matter. What, what can I do yeah. for you? Um, I made homemade perfume. Oh, how marvellous. When I was a child. You know the rose petals? Rose petals. Them, yep. And then you add water. Yes. And the rose petals, you know, you, you drain off the rose petals. Yes. And it really does smell like nice perfume. I seem to remember, I, I, you know, I don't want to give anyone the wrong idea about me, I seem to remember doing that as well. And origami. I used to do origami. I love that. What? A folding paper? Yeah. What could I, you make? Flapping bird, a box. A flapping bird? Yeah. Okay. And a box. Yeah. Is making a box really origami, though? Yeah, it's a little box. You can put things in it. Okay, excellent. Well, so... And also... Yes? Oh. But when I was in the first year of my degree, I made aspirin. <laughs> How cool is that? Wow. Okay. Well, I was going to cut you off. I'm glad you, you stayed on. Cut it on. Can I just say I had a dream about that before it was on the news. I had a what? dream a year ago that they, that I, what the terracotta army? It was in my dream, and they were lying flat in a tomb. And you know what they're saying now? What? That this terracotta army it is somewhere in an underground tomb. No, it's and not. The terracotta army is in the British Museum, love. That's not no, an underground tomb. No, but they said that there's uh, there's some more. It's buried underground. Probably. That's where tomb. they found. That's where they found this lot underground. No, no. There's some more, and they don't know where. They can't locate it. And wow. I had that exact dream. Okay. Yeah, a year ago, you know, before it was on the news, and it was so amazing. Right, okay, so what we learned there is that woman's got a degree, she made aspirin, she had a dream about the Terracotta Army, and she's bonkers. 0870 Oh, Christine? Yeah? Can I come back to you after the news? Indeed. Thank you. Oh, blimey, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, more of the calls after the latest LBC 97.3 News. Hang <laughs> on.
on 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC At nine, four children from the same family die after a river car crash. London is to get 50,000 new affordable homes, and it's all eyes on Apple's latest gadget. It's nine o'clock. I'm Holly Holland. Four children from the same family have now died after their Land Rover crashed into a river at the weekend. It happened in Lincolnshire on Sunday afternoon. The parents and three of their other children were also in the car and managed to escape. Another 50,000 affordable homes are to be built in London over the next three years. It's a result of new housing and planning powers, and there'll be a particular focus on larger family homes. Jamie Carriswell is the lead councillor for Housing for London and he believes that reaching the targets shouldn't be a problem. I think there's every chance of them being met. Um, where he needs to get it right, and we're looking forward to ongoing discussions with him, is making certain that you get the balance right between homes for Londoners to, to move and choose all around London and homes for the existing communities. Two people have been arrested after a man was shot in the leg earlier in Paddington. It happened in Lisson Grove. The man who's been shot isn't seriously hurt. The brown bounce may be over, but it doesn't seem to be helping David Cameron. A new polls found 45% of voters are unhappy with the Conservative leader. Gordon Brown's the only party leader who's more popular with voters than unpopular. Sky's Joey Jones, who's in Downing Street, says it's not just his own ratings that'll worry Mr Cameron. The headline figures in terms of the parties make pretty stark reading for the Tories. Uh, Labour up on 40%. The Conservatives on 32, Lib Dems doing a bit better than of late on 20%. The new Apple iPhone will land in a store near you on November 9th. It's both a mobile and an iPod and is operated by a touchscreen and costs £269. James Holland, Deputy Online Editor of T3 Gadget magazine, told LBC... It's a fair price. It's, um, it's much different to the iPods you'll have, you'll have seen before because of the touchscreen. And, um, and as well as a phone, it's a whole internet device. And um, how much would you pay for an iPod? A couple of hundred quid? And I know we're used to getting phones for free in this, in this country, but um, I think this is a case of you get what you pay for. It's, it's so much better than most of the phones around at the moment. In sport, Chelsea have fought back in the Champions League at Stamford Bridge. Alex Jensen has all the details. Yeah, the Blues have just equalised at home to Rosenborg, having gone 1-0 down in the first period. The goal scorer on 53 minutes, Andrei Shevchenko. In fact, three of the six British sides through to the group stage of Europe's elite competition are in action tonight, but none of them winning. It's still one all between FC Porto and Liverpool. Jermaine Pennant has just seen red for Liverpool and no change in Celtic score. 2-0 down at Shakhtar Donetsk, while in the Championship, only one goal involving London sides, Crystal Palace... 1-0 up at home to Coventry. In London's travel news, the M11 coming into town is closed with a crash just before Junction 6 of the M25. There's queues back up the motorway to Harlow at Junction 7. And in London's weather, dry and cold overnight, so similar to last night with lows of 5 degrees Celsius and a cloudy start to tomorrow, but the chance of bright spells later. LBC, it's 9.03. This is LBC, LBC. 97.3. BC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. Dorinda has uh, just emailed me, which reminds me. Uh, there's an interview with me that he's mentioned in it on um, the website. If you go to uh, laughriot.co.uk, there's um, 
laughriot.co.uk. There's, there's an interview with me and there's, there's Shindigri reviews and all kinds of crazy stuff in there. It's a good little website, so, uh, I thoroughly recommend it. Right. Uh, what you can email me, by the way, if you want ian at lbc.co.uk. I don't really get time to read them during the show. I sort of look at them during the news, but, uh, believe you me, every email gets read or deleted. It's one of those two things. It, it will definitely have one of those two things done to it, I promise you. Right. 0870 I'm going to rattle through what we've done so far and then throw a new one into the mix. So, hitchhiking, time capsules, celebrity perfumes, um, um, what's the chef thing? What's the chef thing? The Hell's Kitchen, Apple. Now, but here's the thing I want to talk about. Oh, and police changing tyres. You can call in about all of those things. And if you, if you want more detail, it's tough, really. I'm, uh, you know, I'm sorry. But... Uh, as I said, I've been watching BBC News the last few days, and the weather guy on the one o'clock news is the smuggest, most annoying, most obnoxious short man I have ever seen in my life. You just want to slap him. And he's all bouncing around, and he's all trying to look all cool and the the weather. It's, it's just it's just the weather. And he does, his reports. It seems like they go on for about twelve minutes. It's probably only about three and a half, but that's way too long. If anyone knows the fella, a little short, stocky fella, sort of blonde, spiky hair. Oh, you want to slap his face? If anyone knows who I'm talking about, can you give me a call? And also, if there's well, let's just have a list of the most annoying people now. Uh, Robert has sent in a list. I don't agree with all these. Jonathan Ross, maybe. Jeremy Kyle? Are you having a laugh? It's it's no um, secret on this show, Robert. We consider Jeremy Kyle to be our Lord and Saviour. The man's a genius. Edmunds? Well, maybe. Chris Tarrant? Yeah, not a fan. Eamon Holmes? Ooh, we were all swapping Eamon Holmes stories uh, during the break there. I wish we could get Alex to tell his on the air. Wouldn't that be fun? But no. Uh, yes, uh, Eamon Holmes I put on the list. So, but, uh, people who just uh, just need a slap. 0870-9090-973. But uh, it's uh, Christine on the subject of hitchhiking. Hello. Hello, Christine. You must have done it because you're a weirdo. No, I haven't done oh, it. Oh, OK. When I was little... Yes. Um, and I was in Ireland with my family... Yes. ...visiting. Um, we used to pick up hitchhikers sometimes. No. And sometimes they'd end up to be, like, related to my auntie and stuff. What do you mean, what, did, what, they ended up marrying her? No, they'd be like, we'd pick up a complete stranger, yeah. and then you'd be chatting to them, and then they'd be, like, finding out you're, like, their cousin twice removed or something. What? How? How? I don't know, I think, when I was in Ireland, it's like everybody I met was related to me somehow. Wow. They'd be saying, oh, I'm your second cousin, twice removed. <laughs> So, so you, you only ever picked up hitchhikers when you're on holiday. Well, it was quite it was quite a remote part of Ireland, right? And it was quite safe, right? I, 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 just, I just I know it's a, a bit of a hot. I remember when I was on holiday in Cornwall as a kid, and there was there was hitchhikers, and my mum and dad said, "Oh, it's it's the thing you do when you're on holiday is pick up hitchhikers." <laughs> now that's kind of a dull holiday. The thing I do when I'm on holiday is well, I, I, I don't even do that anymore. But it seems an odd holiday tradition to go and pitch up the hitch pick up the hitch. Yeah, but there's no buses out here. This is a place where there's no buses. Right. Nothing. Uh, it's just I'm not cars. If I, you ain't got a car, you can't really get I, anywhere without I'm, hitchhiking. I'm not judging you, Christine. I'm on I'm 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 on your side almost. I didn't do it. 
I'm not ta- I'm not having a go at you. <laughs> okay. Where has this come from? Okay. Are you feeling a bit persecuted today? No. Okay, that's well, fine. Hey, I, I, it looks like I might make it to the end of the show without falling asleep. I think you'll be all right. I hope so. But then I've got to drive all the way down to... Um, Broccoli. It, Broccoli? How did you know that? You said it earlier. Oh, did I? Okay. Broccoli, then all the way back up to Moswell Hill. Is it in the Broccoli Triangle? The... The what? The Broccoli Triangle. <laughs> I don't know. What? What is that? Well, because... All the houses and everything around there just looks the same. People have been known to go in there and never come out again. Oh, never. really? Yeah, I was, my, my friend was playing in a ba- band at a, a, a pub in Bro- Broccoli. Yeah. And um, we just got totally lost and all the streets look exactly the same. Now. I know I was walking around for a long time this morning and could not find a greasy spoon. There were no calves around at all. It's just, it's just houses. It was that we found, well, I found a big row of shops and there's loads of Chinese restaurants and stuff like that. But there was no greasy spoon. I kept going, right, just, just go round this corner. There was nothing. In the end, I had to cook one. Get this. In the, right, in the end, right, we couldn't find a greasy spoon. So he said, so I said, right, there's a, there's a Tesco's there. Let's go in. Let's get the ingredients. So I went in there, got some veggie sausages, got some bread, got some baked beans, uh, got some mushrooms. And then we said to the, the guy behind the counter, got any eggs? He said, um, they're not out yet. I was like, right. So then we went to the woman who was who was putting stuff out. Well, she was just she was out the back. And I said, "Sorry, I've, you got any eggs?" And she went, "No, I haven't got any." When, right, the guy just said that that you've got some, but they aren't out. No, we haven't got any eggs. So I was like, okay. So then it I was, was like, a little, a little, little Tesco. It, it was a Tesco's uh, garage thing. So then I queued up to pay for everything, and as I finished paying for it, the guy behind the counter went to the person next to him. I'll be back in a minute. He's going to go and put the eggs out. I was like, oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> So I had to... Well, anyway, anyway, it's a boring story. Up again. But I had to... Then I went home and cooked a fry-up, is what I'm trying to say, I think. Yes. What, is there a point? Broccoli. It, yes, I don't yeah, know. But it's true, though, that people have gone in and never come out again, never to be seen again. Well, my, my sat-nav That's goes a bit... The, the, the sat-nav goes a bit funny when we're in there. It all goes a bit, a bit um, yeah. hazy, so that might explain I can it. imagine. It's near, I try it's, not to go there very often. It's near a big park. Does that, <laughs> does that help? Yeah, and there's a cemetery near there, too. I didn't. I did not see the uh, final resting place of the dead. Yeah. One well, of the places that I noticed when I got lost there was the cemetery. Oh, well, Christine, thank you for that. Okay. Bye. Bye. There we go. What? Oh dear. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. Stuart. Oh yeah. Hello, mate. How are you? Uh, I'm. I'm good. I'm really good, thank you. Good. Just quickly, talk about if you ever watch a program called The Egghead. The egg. Oh, is that the quiz show? Yeah. Oh, uh, what it is, it's one team of people who've won other quiz shows, including yeah, that woman yeah. who won Millionaires and all of that. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to interview, there's like a sort of quite um, suave-looking, sort of slightly dark guy on there, isn't there? Um, yeah. I think he used to be a male model or something. Did he? I had to interview him once. He's a very nice chap, very nice chap. But uh, yes, okay, the eggheads, yes. Why, why do you mention it? Because Daphne on there is that smug person that needs to be beaten. Who, Daphne? Yeah. Which one's she? She's the elderly lady with the curly hair. Oh, I know exactly. Well, I don't. Can I just say we're not advocating violence towards the elderly. I, I really but, not advocating. But However, we are talking about smug people deserving to be. Right. So Daphne. From, so hang on. We've got the BBC One uh, weather guy. I'm going to write a list here. Uh, and Daphne from the Eggheads. Yeah. Daphne. Daphne's actually quite a quite a good name I'm beginning to think it's, it's that thing where it was it was so old fashioned uncool partly because of Scooby Doo but it's yeah. now come out the other side I think Daphne's quite a good name 
Yeah, but it's when people get questions wrong, and she goes, oh, I, I just don't know how you got that wrong. Oh, that's not nice, is it? That's very, very... I thought everybody thing. knew that. Silly No, so if I knew it, I would have got it right, wouldn't I? Yeah, exactly. It sounds like you've been on this, Stuart, and had personal experience with this Daphne woman. No, I haven't, but I do sit on my couch screaming at the telly, unfortunately. I am loving the fact now that on daytime TV, you can get up at a reasonable time, Jeremy Kyle... Then you can switch over and watch a bit of Dr. Phil. Then you can watch some Maury Povich. Then you can watch Double Bill of Jerry Springer. Then you can watch a bit of Ricky Lake, which isn't that good, but was quite good today. Isn't, isn't the multi-channel age fantastic? Yeah, but it's all just rubbish. Exactly! And that's good, though! That's what I want to yeah. see on my TV, is rubbish! You're right, that's subtraction from the real world. You got it, my friend. Anyway, yes. The reason I phoned. Yes. You were talking about people being nice to people. Yes. And that opportunity of just being nice to somebody for the sake of it. Oh, just, just, just to get that warm glow. It's, it's, yes. it's, a, it's a slightly... It's not that selfless, because, yeah, you get the warm glow of helping people. You're right. I was on a train, and I can't remember where... I was going from London, probably to Hull or something like that. Yes. I had to make a change at a train station and get on a, a connecting train. And when I got on a connecting train, there was a woman there with two young children. And as you overhear the conversations and talking, the young girl had said to her mum... Oh, where's my bag? Uh -oh. So it transpires she's left it at the train station rather than bringing it with her. Yeah. Which had her money in it and a Walkman in it and a mobile phone and so on and so forth. Her Walkman? You're an old man, aren't you? Well, yeah. Well yeah. done, well done. Yeah, well, it was a while ago, so it's probably a Discman then or something like that. All right. So um, she says to Mum, well, what about my money? Because my purse was in there. Yeah. So Mum said, well, you know I haven't got any spare money for the weekend, so, you know, what we've got is what we've got. Oh, well, now well, I was going to do X, Y and Z with the money. Oh. So at which point, I said, look, I, I can't help but overhear your conversation. Um, I understand your predicament. Here's £20 Whoa. and my business card. Yeah. So if in the event that you ever get to the situation where you can pay the money back, that's how you get in touch with me. Whoa. So she said, but how do you know how to find me? I said, well, I don't. I said, but you have the opportunity to restore my faith in human nature by returning the £20. And if you don't, well, you've only confirmed what I already thought. Let me guess, they never gave you the money back. She tapped me up like a kipper. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, fantastic! Sorry to steal the thunder of your story. I hoped that was where it was going. Teach you a lesson, you idiot. No, it didn't. But about two weeks later, I got a letter back from her saying she had a wonderful world. She'd been to some exhibition called The Deep or something. Yeah, she put a nice little bit of blow, yeah. Yeah, and when she'd gone back to the, the train station some equally nice person had apparently found her bag and handed it in with all her belongings as well. But she never sent you the money? Oh, yeah, of course she sent oh, me the money. Oh, she did yeah. send you the money, OK. She said, did send me the £20. OK, well, that's it. Well, Stuart, with that... And, uh, seriously, how, how good did you feel doing that? Yeah, you feel good. Yeah. I'll I, I tell you how good I feel. Ten years later, I'm still telling the story. Yeah, well, well done. Stuart, listen, thank you for that. I'm milking it for all it's worth. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, well done. Oh, wouldn't it be great if she'd never given it back? I've been very tempted before when I've seen old people struggling to pay in the shop to go, I'll get that, don't you worry. I nearly did that the other day, actually. Someone was buying, buying something, there's about 50 quid. And they were struggling to pay, and I very nearly went, do you know what? I'll get that for them. But I didn't, and I, I didn't know if, how it would come across, or I don't know. Anyway, um, oh wait, 7090 uh, Speak to Graham after this. 
It's the travel news now with Maggie Doyle. Well, the M11 coming into town is closed with a crash just before Junction 6 for the M25. Queues back up to Junction 7 at Harlow. The M25 itself has a lane closed clockwise just after 27 for the M11. That's after an accident. Traffic is uh, flowing freely, though. Uh, now, to the west of town, some good news. Uh, the A4 in Hounslow has now reopened coming into town between Sutton Lane and Heston Road after an accident. But it's still slow heading out of town on the A4 from the Brompton Oratory towards the Hammersmith Gyratory. Wood Lane in Wood City, in White City, I should say, that's down to one lane in both directions at Duquesne Road because of emergency repairs after a burst water main. Braid Street in Paddington, that's closed both ways outside St Mary's Hospital uh, following a police incident. Stansted Road in Catford, that's closed westbound from Catford Hill for emergency repair works. Over on the tubes, uh, everything looking pretty good, but the Victoria Line will be suspended tonight from 10pm until 5 in the morning and that's for planned engineering works. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update in 30 minutes. What would you like to learn if only you had the time? Are you curious about how to manage your money properly? Do you know the best way to learn a language? Or do you fancy tips on making even better conversation? If so, then you need our brand new service, LBC Learning. Pick up helpful hints and download courses which you can listen to anywhere and at any time. This is the course for you, whether you want to learn French, German... Conversation is the most intimate form of contact after sex. Log on to lbc.co.uk forward slash learning. LBC Learning. LBC Learning. Learn something new today. Now remember, this session is not about blame, so <sighs> call in. I'm still leaving. He never returns my calls. I haven't seen him for months. Oh, come on. How can you say that? Well, there's no support. He just doesn't take an interest anymore. Colin, please sit down. I'm sorry, Mr Harrington. It's over. Colin, please. If you're in business and your bank no longer deserves you, start a meaningful relationship with your local business manager from Barclays. Just visit barclays.co.uk forward slash change business bank. I'll throw in a free mouse mat. Barclays. Now there's a thought. Did you know that the way you describe your job can make a big difference to how much you pay for car insurance? Or how by paying in one lump sum you could save yourself some cash? And how you should never guesstimate your mileage when asking for a quote? LBC 97.3 and Confused.com have got together to bring you a series of essential podcast guides. One for travel insurance, one for home insurance, and the first podcast, The Essential Guides to Car Insurance, which you can find online right now at lbc.co.uk. It's called The Essential Guide to Car Insurance because it's exactly that. Confused.com have put together their top tips for saving you money on car insurance. When it comes to car insurance, you'll find everything you need to know in this month's podcast. So download it now at lbc.co.uk. The Essential Guide to Car Insurance, brought to you by Confused.com, the online comparison site with LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Graham, you've got, you've got people to add to the list of smug people on telly we should get rid of. Smug people on telly, yes. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm hitting the ground running here. Go on. Um, I had one in mind, but another one has come to mind since. Yeah. And Nick Abbott has mentioned this guy. Well, I thought you were going to say, get, let's get rid of Nick Abbott for a second. No, oh, no, 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 no. The legend. Nick Abbott, on, of course, Saturday evening's 10 o'clock, yes. I remember him um, on GLR, but that's another story. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 GLR, yeah. I don't remember him on that. Okay. Anyway, go on. Oh, yeah. Um, does the word, does the uh, name Mike Bushel mean anything to you? Mike Bushel? He's a sports presenter on um, BBC 24, News 24, or BBC oh. News. Is he quite a short bloke? Oh, yeah, but he's, he looks like an alien. 
Is he? The, I, I, I saw a sports bloke on News 24 the other day, and he was doing a report about um, uh, dirt biking, motocross. Yeah, he has to take part in everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. I was watching it going, what an he idiot. He has a freaky, bloody face. He does, doesn't he? He looks really weird. And then they come back to the studio, and the two smug presenters in the studio look at him and say, well, you, you were a real freaky there, weren't you? And he goes, yes, I was. Everyone. I was paid to do it by... All the licence players, anyway. Yeah, so. I was paid to go and make... And it, 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 I, the report I saw, this thing on the motocross, where... He's a sports reporter. He does his boring sports report. Yeah. And then he was did this thing on the motocross where it's... But it was like a sketch. He was yeah. doing... It was like comedy. And it was like... He was there lined up with everyone else, and they all pulled away fast, and he went, Oh, I'm not very good. And he pulled away really slowly, I mean, and then... For someone like you who's done TV really well, but has been oh, very that's, unappreciated, that's in your mind. That controversial statement there. But I, I yeah, thank yeah, you, Graham. But, I, uh, I, I love it, you. It, it must annoy you that someone like that gets away with it. Everyone on BBC Which News Twenty Four is an idiot. Point, Everyone. Oh, hang on. Apart from some say people. two words. Go on, Matthew Wright. Oh, now, 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 now. <laughs> uh, this is now. I can't put Matthew Wright on the list. Oh, okay. Because, because I don't know him, but no. I sort of, um, th- th- last year I was filming a TV programme that oh, used yeah, to... Oh, yeah, I was there. Do you remember me? Yeah. I came along with my son to see you. Oh, yeah, there we go. And so I sort of know, uh, uh, Matthew, as I call him, huh. uh, you know, to, uh, I, I, I know what you mean. On the telly, he looks like a smug so-and-so with that weird wonky grin, but he's actually quite a nice bloke in real life and this okay. is my worry right yeah is that the, the, uh, a lot of the people that I have made fun out of on the telly mm. you eventually get to meet them and you go you're quite a nice person you're, you're quite uh, you're quite down I mean, to I, all I saw of him actually was he was sit- I was sitting in reception waiting to go into your yeah. fabulous TV show which I hope will be picked up again no it's that's he, it. he just walked by me and ignored me I thought well, hang on, what, 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 me, mate. Why, 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 why should, why should he pay you any attention? I am. I, I was on the Late Date Breakfast Show with Noel Evans in 1984, mate. Doing what? Oh, uh, collecting autographs. Two, two days running. Two, two weeks what? running. What? Live on the show in TC6 at Television Centre. Yeah. And he should have known that. He should, well, in that, in that case, Graham, I'm putting Matthew Wright on the list. Oh, good. How dare he? Graham, thank you for that. Good to Get talk to you again. Good. Cheers. All right, good night. Bye-bye. Eduardo. Good evening. There's a hubbub in the background. Oh, hold on. Let me move from the scene of the hubbub. Okay. There we go. Quiet. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Listen, before I do my epic hitchhiking story... Yeah. Oh, by the way, you get mentioned on laughriot.co.uk. Oh, no, thanks. That was great. No worries. Good man. Um... You should have seen what I really said about you. Yes. Yeah, well. Carry on. The, um, the annoying smug people. Yeah. Okay, right, there's this guy on, you know BBC? I do know it, yeah. That's, bu- the, that's button one and button two, isn't it, BBC? Button one. On the, when they do their little 60-second news. Oh, on B- Between programmes. Oh, what, on BBC Three? Is it BBC Three? No, no. In between programs, oh, hey, how they oh, do it, hey, and they, uh, am I shouting? Hold yeah, on, have you, have you been drinking? I can't hear you, no, I had you on headset. Why? Now you're back normal, I don't know. Why do, I was, I bought a new phone, yeah. and uh, I, I bought... a nice one of those Apple phones? No, no, it's a home phone. Uh, and I, I, I bought it, and I could I bought it from Amazon. But if I bought it from another website, it would have been a little bit more expensive. But I would have got a free twenty pounds headset with it. Yeah. But I don't want a head. I don't want to wear a headset around the house. Well, at home. 
Yeah. No, that's as bad as you know. People wear Bluetooth on the street. Yeah. And they have this like they look like cyborgs. But you're wearing a headset at home. It was a wire one on my old phone because I was actually listening to the show on the radio. Right. And this, this is hard work. I, I didn't really. Anyway, the chappy on the news. Yes. Right, he's a blonde chap, because this is unresearched, because it just came to me while I was listening. Yes. And I really want to punch him every time I see him. Right. Because he's smug. He's on the BBC. Okay. Anyway, hitchhiking. Yes. One afternoon... <laughs> what? Yeah, go on. In Victoria... Right. Me and my pal had just been down to sign on to a... Uh, employment. This is in the late 80s. Okay. Right? Why, why are you tell this story? I'm just going to look into my Japanese folder and practice the phrases I learned today. Right. We would we would gone to um, oh, sign on to a employment agency in Victoria. And we had our passports with us. Shitsurei shimasu. So after a few beers, we thought it was a good idea. Kurama de kimashita. To hitchhike. That means I'm. Did you? That means in Spain. What? Did, did, Kuramade uh, Kimashtika means did you come by car? Hi. Hi. Okay, sorry, start the story again. I wasn't listening to a word of it. You, oh, you're, you're in Spain driving a car. No, we were in Victoria. Oh, right. In London. Why did I think he said Spain? No, hold on. With our passports. Okay, you're going to Spain. We'd been, no, because we'd been to an employment agency you... to sign on to, you know, they wanted your passports for references. Oh, okay. Back in the 80s. Yes. And we'd had a few beers in the... I used to like signing on. I quite used to quite enjoy signing on when I did it. It's nice when you get that cheque. You get the cheque. It's very satisfying to get all that money for nothing. And, of course, you blow it all in in the first two days. It's got to last you for a fortnight. Down at the Record and Tape Exchange in Dointhill Gate. Uh, The Record and Tape Exchange uh, uh, um, and uh, a mate of mine called uh, Steve. (laughs) I I won't say why. Anyway. So, we had our passports and we'd had a few beers and we thought, why not hitchhike to Pamplona in Spain for the running of the Bulls. Oh, that's uh, the most genius yet ridiculous idea I've ever heard. So back in those days, you could just pop into Victoria and get a ticket, which would take you onto the ferry from the train. Yes. So we got on the train, got onto the ferry, slept on the beach in Boulogne, hitchhiked down to Rouen. Yes. We were escorted from Rouen by the police. Yeah. Then hitchhiked to... Why Why did the police escort you? Oh, well, we'll come to that. Oh, okay. And then we went down to Bordeaux. Right. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What's uh, the, when you do something by well, accident? Um, uh, begins with un. un. Unwittingly. Unintentionally. Unintentionally started a riot in Bordeaux. What? At a youth hostel. How did Over you... a crate of beer that oh. erupted onto the street. Yeah. Uh, got barred from Bordeaux. You're, you sound like a right rough sort. No, no, it was all, you know, hijinks. Hijinks, okay. You know, and made it to Pampala. Yes. Did the running of the balls, fell off the tower. Yeah. Hitchhiked all the way back without incident. Yeah. And got arrested back in the UK because we got a chappie that took us from Dover. And for some reason, we were, we were, we were drunk. Yeah. Dropped us at the junction of the A2 and the M25 motorway at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. So we'd made it all the way there and back without serious incident. Yeah, well, apart from starting a riot and getting escorted from Rouen. I'm, I'm still banned from Bordeaux, I hope. Right. Without, without being actually arrested. And got arrested back in the UK for walking down the motorway at two o'clock in the morning off your chumps. That's my epic hitchhike. Oh, that's the end of the story. I thought there was... OK, I'm, I'm sorry. I thought there was more to it, Eduardo. No, that was the... Okay. 
That was the killer. Well, what did you think? <laughs> what did you think? You know, you know, a story has gone down badly when you have to go. So, what did you think? Uh, no, oh, yeah, but I hadn't told the story for years. I'd pushed it to the to the corner of my brain. You, uh, uh, why did you get escorted from Rouen? For causing for being in a place in in there was there was things happened. Well, what happened? Well, the, the Bordeaux one's more. You, you don't want to tell me, do you? No, but the Bordeaux one's more interesting. It's it's. For this time well, I'm going to have to cut you off then. If you're not, if you, if you're not going to answer the questions, look, Alex looks like he wants to kill himself there. I've never seen anyone look so bored, disinterested, and d- depressed by what he's having to listen to. Right. Oh, Brian. Good evening. Go on. Let, have you got someone for the list? Yeah, well, I just want to regain my will to live, if I might, for just, just, just for a moment. Go, go on then. You compose yourself. Okay. Yes. Um, I'd like to try and raise the smugness bar yep. by throwing into into the ring Mr. Alistair Stewart. Oh man, yeah. he's going. He's actually gone on the top of the list. Alistair Stewart, the poison dwarf. Yes, he's yeah. there. Yeah, I don't know how he manages to remain upright in the seat. He's so. Have a look at this idiot driving recklessly and over the limit. Oh, it's me. And, and don't forget the, that that smile. Yeah, I've, I've, I've met Alistair, and he's just like that in real life. Brian, I have to go. Thank you very much. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Well, um, we've got the news coming up next. But when we come back, we've got 30 minutes left of the show. I shall give you a recap of everything we've, we've called, and then it's, it's pretty much a bit of a free-for-all, really. Wayne Rooney or George Clooney? Robin Van Persie or Robert De Niro? Johnny Wilkinson or Johnny Depp? Now on Sky TV, you've got a choice. For £35 a month, you could get Sky TV with a choice of Sky Sports or movies, plus wireless Sky broadband and the Sky Talk Home phone service. All three for just £35 a month. All you have to decide is John Terry or Halle Berry, Tiger Woods or Jeremy Irons. For our biggest ever season of sport or our greatest ever choice of movies, call 0870-9900. Sky. Believe in better. £30 standard set-up cost and BT line rental payable subject to availability and equipment. Other product and price combinations available. Minimum contract 12 months. Further terms apply. On 97.3 DAB and online. London's biggest conversation. LBC. It's 9.30. I'm Holly Holland. Police have named the teenager stabbed to death in Camberwell at the weekend as Edwin Dudley Johnson. The 19-year-old was found near Barnett's house on the Crawford Estate on Sunday night. He died from a single stab wound to the leg. Four children aged between two and eight years old have died after the Land Rover they were travelling in plunged into a river. They were among nine members of the same family who became trapped when their vehicle crashed in Lincolnshire on Sunday. Their parents and three of their other children managed to escape. Police have arrested two people over a shooting in Paddington. A man was shot in the leg in Lisson Grove earlier. He's not thought to be seriously hurt. In sport, Chelsea is still one all with Rosenborg, coming towards the end of their first Champions League group match at Stamford Bridge. Elsewhere, Liverpool are also drawing 1-1 at FC Porto. And in the Championship, Crystal Palace are 1-0 up at home to Coventry. QPR are 2-0 down at home to Plymouth. 
and it's goalless between Charlton and Norwich. In London's travel news, the M11 coming into town is closed with a crash just before Junction 6 at the M25. There's five miles of queues back up the motorway to Junction 7 at Harlow. And in London's weather, drying cold overnight, so similar to last night with lows of 5 degrees Celsius. And tomorrow it'll be a cloudy start with a chance of bright spells later. Sun rises at 6.41, there'll be highs of 19 degrees Celsius. You're with LBC, it's 9.31. When is a good deal not a good deal on car insurance? When you pay more for a policy through some of those price comparison websites than if you'd gone direct to the insurer. Direct line has always cut out the middleman, so the price you see is the price you pay. You'll only get our quotes from directline.com or our UK-only call centres. That's better. Direct line. A good deal. Better. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Good Evening. All right. So... Uh, 0870-9090-973. Let's have a, a, a little recap of what we've covered in the show so far. We're, I'm here till 10. I keep saying we. Uh, by that, I mean, of course, my producer, Agent Chris, and uh, studio manager, I still don't know what that term means, uh, Lady Alex. Uh, we're here till 10 o'clock. Uh, then it's Clive Ball, uh, who's on till 1 o'clock. Uh, so, if you want to give me a call, 0870-9090-973, you can come on the radio. Let's have a little recap of what we've done so far, ladies and gentlemen. Just in case you've just tuned in, and uh, I know there's fo- there's two football matches on this evening, one on ITV and one on ITV Four or something. So it it it's always odd when the football's on. You notice the difference in corners, right? So at the moment we're compiling a list of smug people on the telly that need a slap. So far, Alistair Stewart, the BBC One weather guy, Daphne off Eggheads, uh, Mike Bushell, is that? Uh, and we've got Matthew Wright on there. Well, I quite like Matthew Wright. He's, he's he's I think he's quite a nice bloke, but. Um, he was he, he walked past someone, so we'll we'll leave that. Um, celebrity smells. I don't think anyone's. Oh no! Someone called in and said Missy used used J Lo's smell. Uh, but if you use those celebrity perfumes, the Beckham's perfume is is, is, is was selling for eighteen quid. Uh, it's now thirty five pence or something. That's poor. That's pretty poor. Uh, um, Hell's Kitchen. Uh, if anyone has watched it and has enjoyed it and has not been disappointed by it, then 0870-9090-973. We slagged off Apple and the iPhone, even though I'm, I'm still possibly going to get an iMac if uh, my contact can pull his finger out and stop messing around phoning up straight-to-air radio shows and being foolish and, and, and get me a big, huge discount. Um, the, the disappointing uh, iPhone. And I'm s- rambling because I've only had three and a half hours sleep because I got the call at like two o'clock in the morning, quarter past two, saying, uh, your sister's having a baby, we need you to come over here and look after your nephew, and uh, which was great, absolutely great, I loved it. The, what fun it is, having a little two-and-a-half-year-old boy running into your bedroom at ten to seven, all a bit teary because he's bashed his foot and he's had a nightmare, then suddenly going, what? And just surprised, and then going, Dylan, come and get in the bed, we need to have a little chat with you. Having a little two-and-a-half-year-old in the bed next to you and, and explaining to him that his mum's gone off to hospital to, so that he's going to have a little baby sister... Uh, and that he needs to tell me how to, what I need to do. And in all honesty, he didn't need to tell me. My sister had written, she'd written a book. You know, on wife swap when they go and stay at someone's house, and they've written a book on what to do. My sister had kind of written that book, which is brilliant. But um, he filled in the blanks for me. So, uh, so I'm a little bit rambly and a little bit tired. But 
Those are the topics. Oh, time capsules as well, we mentioned. 0870-9090-973 is the telephone number, It's uh, if you want to come on the show. John is in the Abbey Wood. Hello, John. Hello, Ian. How's Mum? Uh, yeah, Mum is all right. I spoke to her today oh, to well. tell her that she had a, she had a granddaughter, and, uh, yeah, she's all right, cheers. Last time I spoke to you, we was concerned about our mums, because my mum let someone in who nicked her handbag. Oh, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. How's she? She's all right. She, she's gone now. Oh, she hasn't. She don't, she, that was a few years ago. Sorry, John. Yes, I do remember. I do remember. Yes, I, I, yeah. No, they don't. They don't. Uncle Ian. <laughs> uncle, uncle Ian, exactly. Well, man. listen, Ian. Ian, yes. I've was, I was, I was got a straightforward hitchhiking story. Go on. But you know you talked about bus spotters and that early one. Oh, we did mention the perverts that are bus, bus spotters. Well, I've got a really scary one about that, but I'll tell you the straightforward one first. Yeah, yeah. we got time to do the bus spotting. Yeah, go on. Right, I was, years and years ago, in the 70s, when my first wife must have been about... 19 or 20, went to, to Longleat, and I think it's in Wiltshire, yeah. on the bus, you know, on the coach, yeah. and none of the air conditioning, like you going out, it was, oh, it was a nightmare journey, you know, red hot day, yeah. and so, being daft buggers at that age, we decided to hitchhike home, and we're, we're marching along this road, this bloke in the little Morris Minor, he, he went past us about half a mile, and then he reversed. From, now listen, it's not as bad as it sounds, from the back, I was, I was very slight in them days, and he, he assumed it was a couple of local kids, so I was... I was very small. How, hang on, how, how short were you that he thought you were a child? Well, I'm only five, six, but I was very skinny in them days. <laughs> oh, he's only, he's only little. But listen, look, he'd seen my beard in his rearview mirror. Yeah. So he realised, anyway, he picked us up, and yeah. listen, he took us all the way back from wheelchair, and we was going back to Greenwich in London. Yeah. And he, but, but we lived by the old Greenwich Hospital. Right. And he, he went screeching into the, um, the, the forecourt at, at Charing Cross Station, and he was saying, quick, quick, if you run now, you'll get the, the fast train through to Woolwich. Right. It only stops at every other station. Yeah. And if you miss that, you'll have to... You'll have to... So this bloke picked... He just what? hitchhiked, picked us up from Wiltshire, dropped us off at the train station at Charing Cross and told us what train to get. But it was in a tiny little Morris Mine... Morris... A little old black Morris Miner saloon, yeah. Oh, 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 well, there you are. This, listen, this... Go on. This bus bars, man. Yeah. This, I heard this on LBC. Someone phoned him one of the other presenters ages ago. Oh, yeah. Hang on. So you're, you're, you're telling someone else's story? Yeah. Okay, fair. But we, I think we're allowed to do that. Well, this was an actual... Doesn't break copyright. He spoke to the phone boys with a bus driver, so I don't suppose he's bothered about copyright. Yeah. He phoned in and he said he used to see his regular bus bar. Yeah. You know, see him about, and this bloke was a real regular. And uh, uh, he, he, he said to him the one day... He said, all the buses from his depot, they're all Leylands or something, all identical buses. Yeah. And the bloke said, oh, but the numbers are all different, yeah. right? Well, sometime after that, he, he was off duty on foot. Yeah. And he come up, but the, the, he was at the spot where this bloke used to stop by, because they wait by traffic lights and things, where the bus stopped, so I didn't get the numbers. Right. And he looked over <laughs> the bloke's shoulder, and you know, them cards that they do for the extra sensory perception, Oh, yeah, well, the, 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 like, the zigzags and stuff yeah, on it. Yeah, they had the wavy lines, and this bloke had his little book open, yeah. and all down one page was little wavy lines, yeah. and halfway down the other page was wavy lines, and this bus, while, the, while this bus driver was telling the stories looking over this bloke's shoulder, yeah. a bus pulled up, and he'd done another little wavy line underneath all the other wavy lines. So, and he said huh? he, had, he had a vision of this bloke, the quarty little bedsit, with piles and piles of these little notebooks full of What's wavy lines. So Every time he saw a bus, he just well, drew wavy lines. Yeah. That's, that's scary, isn't it? That is proper scary. John, listen, mate, I've got to go. Thank you for that. All right, son. Love to, Mum. Yeah, I will do. Good lad. There we go. Well, I, I, maybe we should do a whole show one day where people just phone up and tell other people's stories that they've heard on LBC in the past. I, I think there's something in that. 
maybe it's the way forward. Uh, not tonight, though. Um, 0870 90 22 minutes till the end. It looks like I'm going to make it. Then I've got another hour and three quarters in the car, but I don't mind. Sifu! How you doing? Good lads, good lads. I, I, I think they should have made that last story into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah I, there was flashbacks and everything. Cause yeah, I, at some point, I lost the plot. I, 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 I can imagine um, Tom Hanks being the guy as the, being the bus driver. I think, I think you're probably right. Yeah, Tom Hanks is the bus. Who'd be the guy with the wavy lines though? Um, probably Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I saw Danny DeVito's missus the other day. She, 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 I bet she's uh, quite taller than him. I'm guessing. No, she's the short woman from Cheers. What's her name? Hey, I didn't know that. What's her name? The big b- black bushy hair. Chris, what's her name? Carla. Carla, what's her real name, though? I, I knew it on Saturday when I saw her. I went, oh, I've just seen... What's her name? Anyway, she was in the, she was in a hotel. Saw, uh, Mrs. DeVito, most likely. No, it's not. What, Jason? Yeah? What's Danny DeVito's wife called? Mrs. DeVito. OK, right, stay there, Jason. That's no... You're, well, this is the mystery for the last 20 minutes. 0870-909090. I knew her name um, and, I, and I saw her and I was like, oh, I've just seen... Um, She's the short one from... You know what I mean, don't you, Sifu? I do, yeah, I do. Well, uh, don't let me get to you, Ian. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let me just take one of these. I'm going uh, to... I want to talk hang, about the smug, smug people in a bit. Hang right? on, line five, what's her name? Rhea Perman. Rhea Perman, thank you very much. There we go, lovely. We, oh, hang on a second, let's just... Let's, uh, line, line seven? Uh, it's Rhea Perman. No, it, well, it's, it's Rhea Perman. I, I think we got it, but thank you. Oh, I just cut someone off there. Who was... Uh-huh. I'm still here. No, yeah, yeah, I know. Unfortunately, Chris, whoever I just spoke to, was it Jason? I, was it? He was, uh, he was very kind as well and useful. He was <laughs> the, the fellow who said Mrs. Devito. Who was that? Um, I think he might have a thing for her. Hang on, let me just. Start. Jason, was it you that said Mrs. Devito? Yes. Yeah, sure I, I did. No, I didn't cut you off. <laughs> Do you have a thing for her? No, no. But I've got a story about it, Jason. Okay, well, I tell you what. Tell it to me and Sifu. I'm listening. Okay, go on. Well, no, what it was, I dropped off a cab driver. I dropped off down at um, Gatwick. Yeah. Uh, a couple of three years ago. You've got the deepest voice. You've got the deepest on. voice I've ever heard in my life. No, I've spoken to you before, but you never said that, you. Well, I know, because but I hadn't con- completed my tests, but the results uh, are in now, and you've, oh, you win. Oh, good, good. But I picked up this fella. I didn't realise it was a security alert, and this fella standing just round the corner from the airport. Terrific. He's only a little fella. Picked him up. Yeah. Terrific. <laughs> Some kind of a banana. <laughs> Listen, right? So I've helped him put his bag in the car, in the boat. Yeah. Driving down the M20. Oh, I remember you. I was getting you to do Mike Reed quotes all night, wasn't I? That's right. Yeah. All right. Go, 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 go on, go on, do it. Go on. Pet. <laughs> Pet. Pet. What have you done to me, Pet? <laughs> He's good, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Yes. I've picked up this fella, picked his bag up, chatted away, he'd been away and all that. Anyway, I said, but your bag weighs a ton, mate. What you got in there? He's got to mind your own LBC in business. Oh, dear. Ooh. Yeah, so I laughed. I thought he was joking with me, so yeah. I've gone, no, seriously. I said, what you got in there? Weighs a ton. He said, look, mate, I've told you once. Proper like staring at me, he went, mind your own LBC in business. So mm. I've just pulled up and kicked him out. But in the kerfuffle, I've driven up and just kept the bag. Right. Yeah. Well, what was, no, hang on, what was in the bag? Mind <laughs> your own LBC in business. Oh, we hey. fell for that. I'm not, I, we fell for that. Hockline and sinker. So, did you get sucked in, Seafood? Oh, left, right and centre. Oh, he was, he was good, wasn't he? He was good, man. He was good. <sighs> but he's wasting my time now. I, w- I, w- I want to put him on the smug list, just for that. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm going to... Jason, Jason... Put him on there. Yeah, he's, he's on there. He's on the smug list, yes. That's good. I, w- I want to add a few people to that list. Go on, then. Who have you got? Uh, 
I want to add a Barry Manilow on there. Oh no, 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 no! Why? I just don't. I just. Don't, I just. I just can't stand him, man. Well, he's good though, man. I don't, even just just looking at him, I don't like his face or anything about him. That's racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if you call it racist. He, well, because he, he's an American. That's foreign. <laughs> oh, all right then. All right, all right then. You can scrub him off. I, I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not going to scrub him off, but I won't put him on the list. <laughs> okay, we'll forget that happened then. Um, if you disagree with me on this one, I'll be shocked. Go on. Uh, I'll go for uh, Tim Westwood. Oh, Westwood's on there. Okay, yeah, yeah. Westwood. Can I just give you a quick fact uh, about Tim Westwood as well? Is it libelous? No, not at all. I, I believe it's according to uh, imdb.com. Yeah. It's true. I believe he's 50 years old. Oh, he is! He, no, he's, he, I think he is 50 <laughs> years old. And he still talks like like a, an 18-year-old black man. He talks, he talks like Verinda. He does. He's Tim Westwood. If you, most people know who Tim Westwood is. Yeah, he's 50 years old and he talks like that. And fair play, he's made a good living out of talking like that. Yeah, he's, he, probably, he's, he's probably blew it, though, isn't he? He's on the uh, list, though, yeah. Any more? Uh, who else should we go for? Um... I think Jeremy Clarkson as well. Oh, Clark! I, I tell you what, I'm going to put on there. Clarkson and who's what? Who's Hamster? What's his name? That, uh, what is it? Al, Al, uh, something Hammond. Hammond. Some some Richard Hammond. That's it, isn't that's it? That's the one. Because he he's always in because he nearly died last year, and apparently he's nearly died again this year in another yeah, he, car he, crash. He, he just thinks he's clever now, doesn't he? <laughs> he thinks you time know. He thinks he time can. He thinks he can defy death. But as you're right, Sifu, time will tell, and one day the Grim Reaper is going to knock on his door and say. We're going now. Uh, see, let, let, let's go with uh, Peter Stringfellow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, st- you, 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 you're, you're, you're a very bitter man, aren't you, Sifu? I am. You, you know what I mean. If you're that ugly, <laughs> this, you know, there's something you're, wrong. It, you're surely, just jealous. He's, he's, a, he's the devil. He's a he's a millionaire. He, well, I, is it? I Chris, like the guy. Don't get me wrong. Chris, is it libelous to say that someone is potentially uh, Satan? Probably. In that case, I have to say that uh, I. Uh, and LBC do not in any way think that Peter Stringfellow is in any way the Antichrist. Hey, if he if he is, I'll, I'd exchange places with him. I would. He's got a good life. See, I've got to go. All right then. Do you know the nunchucker man? Yeah. Don't you remember that that phone call? What was the What was the, the you, nunchucker? You, you, you asked people. I, I never made no nunchucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You asked people right to ring up and say how they earned money when they was a kid. Oh. Right. He, he used to say he used to get two bits of wood, yeah, uh, and drill a hole in them and get some string. And his and mum found out or something. Nah, he, 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 he made loads for all his school. Yeah. And all the kids had nunchuckers in the playground. And they all grassed him up, and that's when he said, I went into I, the I never made no nunchuckers. <laughs> there you go. Seafood, thank you very much, Mark. I do remember that now. Right, last 15 minutes of the show. Um, we compiled a list of smug people on the telly we want to get rid of. Uh, celebrity perfumes. Um, oh, you know, wh- whatever you want for the last 15 minutes, really. It's the Travel News Now with Maggie Doyle. Well, the M11 has reopened, but it's still very slow southbound uh, between Junction 6 uh, for the M25 and 7 for Harlow. Uh, there's still a bit of residual queuing, but uh, it has reopened, so it shouldn't take too long before that's all returned to normal. The A4 heading out of town is slow from the Brompton Oratory to the Hammersmith Gyratory. Wood Lane and White City is down to one lane in both directions at Duquesne Road because of emergency repairs after a burst water main. Parade Street in Paddington, that's also reopened both ways outside St Mary's Hospital. That's uh, after a police incident. Stansted Road in Catford. It's closed westbound from the Catford Hill for emergency repair works. Over on the tubes, there's delays on the Circle Line and the Victoria Line is suspended tonight from 10 o'clock until 5 in the morning and that's for planned engineering works. Over on the trains, no problems, I'm pleased to say. LBC 97.3 travel. There's more throughout the evening.
Getting a breakfast grilling from Nick Ferrari is no laughing matter. The Tories are a bunch of insufferable hypocrites, is written in the Daily Telegraph. Are you? <laughs> I would sincerely hope not. Oh, but... Uh, Why would I have to pay to go to Sainsbury's this weekend? Well, um, there is a... Um, oh, I... This isn't going to be in the manifesto. <laughs> there is a... <laughs> you must have a view on this. <laughs> Nick Ferrari at Breakfast, weekday mornings from 7, LBC 97.3. If you've recently set up in business, think of all the ways it could benefit from a £20,000 injection. Register your business at lbc.co.uk today and you could enter a competition to win £20,000 with James Max, courtesy of Lloyd's TSB, the number one bank for business startups. Conditions apply. The £20,000 business competition with James Max. Sunday afternoon from 5 with Lloyd's TSB for The Journey at LBC 97.3. Yeah, please. Good evening. Oh, uh, Now, oh, very exciting. The smash hit musical Wicked has been casting its magical spell at London's... I'm all out of breath and breathy. I don't know why. I haven't been to the gym for probably three months now. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go next week. It's going to hurt. Anyway, we can talk about that later. The smash hit musical Wicked has been casting its magical spell at London's Apollo Victoria for over a year. And you can win tickets to see the show. All this week with Steve Allen. Weekday mornings from five. Now, Wicked tells the... Wicked! Tells the incredible story of the legendary Witches of Oz and why they called one good and the other wicked. Wicked at the Apollo Victoria with LBC 97.3. You can buy tickets from the show from the LBC ticket line on 0870-380-0973. So that's all groovy stuff, man. Right, Andrew. Good evening, Uncle Ian. Good evening! Oh, right, I'm gonna, for the rest of the week, I want everyone to call me Uncle Ian, for goodness yes. sakes. That's the way it should be. You're correct, Andrew. Thank you. Good night. Yeah, excellent, 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 excellent. Yes. I'm going to meet my little niece in about 50 minutes, something oh, like that. That'd be good. Yeah, but lovely <laughs> little girl. Anyway, yes, go on. I've got a smug TV presenter. Let's get the, the, the list so far. I'm gonna, the list as it stands is Alistair Stewart, uh, the BBC One weather guy, Daphne yeah. off Eggheads, Mike Bushell, um, Matthew Wright, although I quite like Matthew Wright, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scrub him off here because I, I like him. Uh, Jason from South Norwood, uh, Tim Westwood, Clarkson, Richard Hammond, Stringfellow. Who have you got? Jeremy Paxman. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, the the Pac-Man. On Mastermind, he is. What? He's not on Mastermind. No, not Mastermind. Not, um, University Challenge. Oh, okay, right. I'm going to put Paxman on University Challenge. Yeah. But not, brackets, not on, on Newsnight, because I quite yeah. like him on that. He's, he's very tall. I've, I walked past him once. He's one of the tallest men in the world. He's about eight foot two. Really? No. <laughs> no. He's taller than me by quite some way. Well, that's going something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, that, that, that's, that's entering freakish territory. But he's smug on University Challenge. He is smug on University Challenge. You're right. But I, does anyone actually watch University Challenge? No. You've only got to see these, these, all these toffs that are going, oh, hello, my name's Brown toffs. from the University of Yeah. Cop, and all this stuff. But and I, they've all, all learnt the stuff. I, why, oh, I remember everyone, everyone used to watch University Challenge when it was Bamba Gascoigne. Oh, everyone. Yeah. I, I don't know why, because it was still, it was even more toffy uh, uh, than it is now. 
But I thought, back then, because Bamba Gascon, you thought he knows what he's talking about. He yeah. knows the answers before he reads it off the card. Yep, yep, yep. Whereas Paxman, he reads off, you know, they, say, they give an answer and it's wrong. Yep. And he says, oh, no, you know, like, you've got the answer in front of me. You don't know the answer. I always got the impression that Bamba Gascoigne was, was just doing those questions off the top of his head. And that yeah. he just had that knowledge in his head anyway. He's making the quiz up on the spot. That's how intelligent right, he was. Ben, as he said him. Yeah, exactly. That's how good ba- that's how good Gascoigne was. And he had the, he had the voice like oh uh, yeah, you know, he had the voice. Yeah, like, uh, the start of ten. Start of ten. It's an odd name, Bamba, isn't it? Why would you call it Kid Bamba? Bamba. Imagine go- Bamba. Bamba. Dinner's ready. Perhaps they used to watch the Flintstones and. We've heard bam bam. Bam bam, yeah, yeah. Anyone else, Andrew? That's the only one, mate. Well, in that case, I'll cut you off. Okay, mate. Thanks. Alan. Many congratulations, Uncle Ian, on your newfound status. Bless you. Thank you very much. All I was phoning for, very quickly, um, Rhea Perlman, the reason you saw her the other day was because she's currently uh, in the comedy theatre, Boeing Boeing. You know the play? No, I don't know the play. Oh, it's good. We saw the last cast, which was excellent. She's with Kevin McNally and Neil Stook. And uh, oh, Dune, Dune oh, McKeegan. Kevin, Kevin, I know. Uh, I don't know Kevin McNally, but I'm aware. No, of him. no. But she, she is starring in that. Uh, I Bowie, Bowie used to. Place, I used that's to, why she's in London at the moment. I used to really fancy Dune McKeegan. Oh, I, used I did. To really fancy. It. And then one day, I, I, I had a voiceover job for an advert, and I turned up, and it was with her, <laughs> and I'd never met before, and I had to sit in a studio while she ate chocolate and spoke in a sexy voice, and oh I had to. God. Oh, I couldn't do it. I, I don't think they used me in the end. I don't think they used me in the end because I got all a bit embarrassed and a bit awkward around her. So. Oh, I saw her at Shepperton mm. um, when she was doing this um, comedy with uh, other girls in a troupe. Um, it didn't really do much. Yeah. I can't even remember the name of it. But uh, I saw her pass her by and I so wanted to acknowledge her, but I didn't. Oh, for the same reason. Beautiful. So she's a, So this, this play's any good, is it? Oh, yeah, no. We saw the last last cast, no, no, only recently this year, and it's really funny. It's, okay. it's, honestly, if you like... British farce. I mean, it's all very predictable, but it's good stuff. Alan, thank you for that. You're welcome. Cheers, mate. OK, Hi. let's go to... Uh, it's Nigel. Hello, Nigel. Oh, congratulations, Uncle Ian. Thank you very much. What did the baby weigh in at? Do you know, I, I think it was 6, 7 or 6, 9. Or, I think it was 6, 9. Oh, that's a good, that's a good size. Yeah, good is, is that, that's a good one, is it? Yeah, I think so. I, d- I don't know, but she's, she's healthy right. and she's, she's <laughs> healthy and fine, and I'm going to go and see her in about 50 minutes, so that's good. Oh, that's good. Now, are you still looking for your skateboard? The electric skateboard? Yes. Yeah. Well, I've just been past a shop and I've been Gloucester Road. Oh, yeah. Called Slick Willies. Have you, have they got a website called slickwillies.co.uk. Slick Willies, right. And, and they may have something on uh, in their shop. They've got quite a comprehensive... I'm uh, just looking through the window. How can you just be parked outside? If you go to www.slickwillies.co.uk, that could be the answer to your dream. Nigel, I shall have a look at that. I need to move on because we're running out of time. Thank you for that, boss. Cheers, Cheers mate. Slick willies. Okay. Well, I, I was, we were talking about electric skateboards yesterday. I'm, I'm very, very tempted. Very tempted. I know there's. Uh, I don't know if you heard, Chris. There was new management at LBC, and if, if the new management, Richard Block, is listening, maybe they'd like to buy me an electric skateboard as a little gift. You know, as a little sweetener. Where are you going to use it? In here. I'd use it in here. I don't know where I'd use it, but it'd be a nice gesture, I think. For you can't skateboarding on carpet. Electric one, you could. Could you? Probably. Elizabeth! Hello. Hello, Elizabeth. Konbawa. You're very good. Uh, well, no, that's, that's pretty much about. Oh, hang on. Konbawa, Dadinokasa desu ka? 
That's a really good pronunciation. Thank you. How old are you, Elizabeth? I'm 12 years no. old and I can't, I'm, my English isn't perfect. I've spoken it for three years. Well, hang on a second. Are you, uh, are you Japanese or English? I'm Japanese. I was born in Japan. You... So, uh, hang on a minute. English isn't your first language? No. But how come your English is excellent? That's what everyone says. My grammar's not very good when I when I do some writing, but everyone says when I speak, it's quite good. Elizabeth, stay there. I've got to go to some adverts. I, I, I want to speak more to her. Let's have these. What's that, Rex? As a Sky TV customer, I can easily get Sky Talk free time. I just have to make one call to activate it. And I get free evening and weekend landline calls, you say. And I even get to keep my old phone number. So I just call 08702 40 50 49 or visit sky.com to see how much I could save. Malcolm Mailer. What, what does that mean? Oh, I see. It's a real no-brainer. I'm sorry, Rex. I still have problems with your accent. Oh. Minimum TV contract. Conditions apply. 0102 numbers only. BT line rental payable. Skytalk free time has no monthly fee. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, itsu nihon ni karemasu ka? Would you like me to say it in English, or...? No, I'd like you to, I'd like you to answer it in Japanese, and I'll see if I can do it. Go on. Yeah, what was that in English? I might be going in the summer holidays. Oh, the summer holiday. I learnt summer holiday. I, I like the fact that Christmas holiday is Christmas holiday. Yeah, it, you normally say just winter holiday. Winter holiday, okay. So, so you, 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 your, Jap your parents are Japanese, are they? Well, my mother is Japanese. Right. And my father's English. Okay. Can your, can your dad speak Japanese? Yes, he can speak a little. Okay. And you, so, I, I'm, I'm genuinely amazed. I don't want to be patronising, but you're 12 years old. You've only been speaking English for three years. Yes. Man alive. Fantastic. Do you think I'll be as good at Japanese as you are at English in three years' time? Yes, I think so. Your pronunciation's almost there. It's really good. <sighs> I'm, I'm just struggling to remember the words. It's so hard to remember it. I was, I got, look, what was I learning today? I've, I've got to go in a second, but I want you to call in again, Elizabeth. I like you. Hang on, what was, I've got on my notes here. I was, um, oh, ohairi kudasai? Pardon? Ohairi, dozo ohairi kudasai? That's really good. I think that's, that's like, um, and please enter this room or... Yeah, please come in. in. I think, I'm telling you, it's your language. Uh, and, uh, dozo, uh, dozo kochirai. I didn't catch that. No, dozo kochirai. Yes, yes, please come this way. Come this way. Hey, listen, Elizabeth, I've got to go, but will you promise me you'll call in again? Yes, I will. Uh, okay, sayonara. There we go. Oh man. If you missed the show today, it sounded like this. Hitchhiking. Time capsules. Celebrity perfumes. The Hell's Kitchen. Apple. Topics. Policemen changing tires A on the motorway. Hello, many. sir. What kind of you? Uh, not much, really. Ah. E. Ooh. Come home. Come home. Are you still there? Yes, I'm here. I'm yeah. a sex machine. He's so gorgeous. <laughs> and those red rosy cheeks. Oh, I just wish I could just put my fingers through his hair. You're talking to Adolf Hitler's son here, so uh, 
adults to my dad, you know. What? So you're perfectly safe with me. How many wheels are there on a London bus? And did you know with some of these trucks with a trailer, they've got a fifth wheel? I wish I'd never mentioned flipping wheels now. It's my mm. friend's wife yeah. having a baby. He recorded it. After listening to the first 15 seconds, he's, he thought, this is comedy gold. I come down there, M11, my brakes went. Uh -oh. So I had to pull a nice little manoeuvre, get onto the side, <laughs> go against the barriers, <laughs> and he stopped me. I'd like to try and raise the smugness bar yep. by throwing into, into the ring Mr. Alistair Stewart. She tapped me up like a kipper. Good lad. Thank you for that. Yes, Line One, what do you want? Yeah, uh, listen to my uh, podcast, yeah. I'm all right, cheers. So, uh, I've fallen in love with Elizabeth. Wasn't she adorable? She's only, she's 12 and she's been speaking English for three years. It's inspired me. I was on the verge of, of, of dropping the Japanese. That has inspired me. Thank you, Elizabeth. Not a bad show. I'm not in tomorrow. Nick Abbott is filling in for me. I'm back on Thursday. Uh, Clive Ball's coming up next. 0870 9090 973 is the phone number if you want to talk to him. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. Bye-bye. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC Ten, the latest stabbing victim in London is named. Four children die after a river crash. And it's a poor start for British sides in the Champions League. It's 10 o'clock. I'm Holly Holland.